The Gutter Skypes. The Gutter Skypes record and present tabletop RPGs, played and enjoyed by participants who live thousands of miles away from each other. In this digital age, all things are possible. Many of them are even fun. no ringy boop boop sound you just were there it was just there wow disturbing i know and i can't figure out why it's not the headphones there. you were there <laughs> yes hi hi what an intimidating robot android head Oh, yeah, that thing. Let me, uh, but it's, uh, very friendly. No, it's friendly. <laughs> I, I thought he had sort of like a, a noble, almost Grecian look. <laughs> In a Cthulhu-esque, tentacle-y sort of way. Yeah, I guess so. And then in answer to your question, it's uh, from a digital artist that I like. Uh, one moment. Uh, this is... Andros is telling me I might not be able to join Skype. Oh, no. One, one Ben Morrow. I did Honest, I didn't. <laughs> oh, you say that now. Mm. Okay, okay. I, I need to finish getting my dinner together. I'll be right back. Okie dokie. Now, why okay. can't... It's over here. This tiny little... What is what is having the problems with? Oh, you know, it's the stinky escape layout with these. What happens if I do? Oh, I don't want that. Okay, wait. Yeah, I thought I thought he was friendly looking. Um, really? Yeah. What an interesting worldview you have. <laughs> well, it's not the first time I've heard that. <laughs> Mom. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> Hi. Hello. Hi. How's everybody? Not too bad, actually. Doing all right. Really? No, no, yeah. no. Good. That yeah. is good. Actually, I am too. I don't know why I feel so meh, but because everything is ducky. But uh, meh, you know. Meh. But I can't tell you why. I because I don't know. Or I would, because you know me, I, I could fetch incessantly, so if I knew why, I would, I would share and share. <laughs> <laughs> you? Nah. I, I, You're I so, that's one of the problems. You're just, it's like there's a wall there. <laughs> I keep everything hidden away. <laughs> you have so much to share, and people would appreciate I, so it. Impenetrable. Imp- that's hard to say. Impenetrable. Impenetrable. Oh, well done. I'll let you say it. Yeah, but remember, I couldn't say, oh, what was it the other day? <laughs> was it here where I couldn't say tranquilizer? Yeah, yeah it was I tranquilizer. I, I just could not say it. Tranquilizer. Tranquilizer. <laughs> I think I was going around for a day afterwards. Tranquilizer. People on the bus. All right. <laughs> 
<laughs> one step over. Except Take a for, lot of extra space. Now. Except for the one guy that comes up to you and says, "Just say knockout gas. It's easier." <laughs> I probably shouldn't have been just like staring fixedly into people's eyes while saying that. <laughs> that might have been tranquilizer. <laughs> But it gets you your own seat pretty fast, I guess. That it does. And the whole corner of the bus. And yeah. yeah. And um, are you having a better week this week than you were before? Tonight is a good mood test. Mood test. <laughs> <laughs> Tranquilizer. <laughs> Impenetrable. Bulbous <laughs> bouffant. And it's opposite penetrable. Oh, right. Like gruntled, which I keep forgetting to bring back into the American lexicon. Yeah, we really need that. Yeah, nobody ever says, I'm very gruntled today. All right, you know what? I'm going to start. Ready? Hey, I'm feeling pretty gruntled today. Thanks. Oh, good. What's got you gruntled? Oh, Which you sounds know. like that should be the name for the happy noise that happy pigs make. Gruntled. <laughs> oh, you know, he's just gruntling along. Gruntled. Think of the think of the artwork on your T-shirts if you had that as bad. Gruntled. Oh yes, speaking of T-shirts. <laughs> Do you have a picture? Nope. Oh, uh, shirts and oh, didn't I send the links? You didn't look at them, did you? I was looking forward to seeing a photograph of the actual bedazzled oh, they, whatever they thing. They have not arrived yet. No. Oh, okay. They haven't shipped out yet, new. No. Oh well. But when they do. <laughs> and I got my sample pack, my my what was it called? My my parcel, mystery parcel from Ooh. the solar dust people. Didn't I didn't I go on about that? I'm sure. Oh, you commune with the solar dust people? Yes. Uh what what's it called? <sighs> solar dust, solar something. Your land solar is dust. far and the solar color is dust. You want to go play on the solarcolordust.com website. Oh, you do. do I, though? Because it sounds like maybe it's a great way to lose a bunch of money. Um, like, I'll see all kinds of lovely things and be compelled to You lose money, but you gain little packets of interesting things you can mix into neutral paint bases and you can paint Ooh, It costs money. Sometimes painting things. <laughs> it costs money because it makes money. <laughs> yeah, you know you can't you can't make money without breaking a few eggs. Exactly, exactly. Oh, so hey, speaking of eggs, um, I'm gonna oh, duck God. out just for a moment, tend to my clutch, and I'll be right back. Oh, okay. Did he say he has ducks? <laughs> His clutch of something. I was thinking dragons. Hmm. I'm gonna gonna send you this stuff you guys just because 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 now granted i have not played with the bits that i got but i will in case you need to go away yes in case you need to decorate something you should uh you should check out and see what they got over here they got 
thermoreactive colors and pearl colors and glow-in-the-dark colors and all kinds of funness. And Peter. <laughs> Do they have, like, neat... Uh, they got anything opalescent or pearlescent? Hard all to find it. good stuff for that. All of that. Right on. I will I will have the checking out of that with. Yeah, well, you know, they've got chameleon pigments, you know, where you look at it and it changes colors as you move. Oh, yeah, and yeah, yeah. Well, you got those two layers magnetic there. Magnetic pigments and linear rainbow pigments and liquid crystal and glitter and fluorescent and the thermal dust color to color. So, like, if uh, – and some of it is heat reactive and some of it is cold reactive. Well, not cold, but, like um, – sun solar right so that it's like one color in the sun or invisible in the sun and then it and then it sunlight sensitive and then oh, they have man. one where say it's like a, a a black object that you have painted and then you dump water on it like those cups like the mugs you dump water on it and it's a, it changes them from like black to red or Ooh. orange or yeah. battle damage like magic I appears know. i know i come on uh. you don't want this no, no, no. <laughs> See, I need I need two things to happen for this to be a major investment here. One, I need this technology to work its way into makeup. And two, <laughs> I need it to I need our society to develop to the point where as a man you could wear these cool fancy makeups without being the guy with the weird makeup. Huh. I think that there are places where you could live, and that would actually be just ducky. Oh yeah, but have Our you seen those places? Whatever, but it's not. It is. It is kind of a, uh, you know, a, a smaller range of neighborhoods. I have to admit. And those places, quite frankly, are full of weirdos. <laughs> Can't be. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! You guys! Oh my god! Oh, oh my god! What? Or oh Gerd. I oh my god! I have just across. They're having the mystery glitter sale. Five random packs of glitter for ten dollars. I didn't know that that was the most delightful pair of words in the English language when put together. But now I do. But the mystery it is glitter. Like Mister mystery glitter sale. You gotta have the oh. sale. I think I might have to change my name to Mystery Glitter Sale. Mystery Glitter Sale. Oh, you know I'm going to fall for this, right? Why, why does that remind me for some reason of Sky Pirates of the Seven... Uh, uh, what is it? Air Pirates of the Seven Skies, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Comes, that's, that's the term Mystery g- Glitter reminds me <laughs> of something that would be just awesome in that game. Well, and I think also Nikki's character had the ability or had something where she was unable to resist the shiny or something like that. <laughs> that I'm afraid that that just like that just filters through into everything. I'm I'm sorry. That is I can't seem to help. But yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there yeah, there is no that just and is me. I can't help don't it. Feel bad. All of us are on the ferret spectrum somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> I can't go into lapid lapidary yeah. Oh. Beep work stores. I can't go into those stores. I can't go in there. Oh, really? I'll just buy everything. I won't use it. 
For so you like you like the the shaped beads or the like, raw gemstones or I like uh, especially the little shaped beads and the smaller and the more intricate the better. Oh and damn! I, interesting. Whereas no, I'm the other way around. It's like you show me one of those gem stores with like the you know crystally chunks of stuff. Oh, those are also pretty awesome. Still into it, you know, and you're trying to figure out what the hell it is. Yeah, that's me. <laughs> I need a lump of quartz crystal, please. <laughs> oh, the I think that's... Too, but I always get overwhelmed. I'm like, I could make it. Th- no, I can't. There's too many choices. Uh, yeah. That's half of my, like, screensavers, that kind of stuff. Like, uh, this dude here. <laughs> oh, who's jumping up and down? I'm jumping up oh, and down. Spit up. Oh, you said that. <gasps> I have a crystal for to show you. Yes, you do. That's very shiny. And is beautiful. That, is that a real world thing? That is a real world thing. That is bismuth. Yeah. It's got That's... your trilobite thing in the middle. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. Me mm. and bismuth, we go way back. That's an actual formation? That's an actual real formation, and it's typical. Oh, that's crazy. That is freaking crazy because that looks like a paint thing. It's very yeah. fractal, isn't it? Mm-hmm. No. But so much of nature is, darling. You know, it has wonderful design sense. Nature. <laughs> I like, I like things that have occlusions in them, so Ooh. you have more to look at, and the way it then it bounces yeah. light. Those are so so things along the lines of it doesn't have to be this, but things along the lines of rainbow moonstones, what they call rainbow moonstones, because it's got iridescence and then there's shimmery bits in the layers. And ah, that could that could be my child's name when I change my name to <laughs> Mystery Glitter, Rainbow Moonstone. Rainbow. Oh no, that would have to be like I'm Mystery Glitter, and this is my life partner, Rainbow Moonstone. <laughs> These are children, uh, flor- <laughs> fluorite and labradorite. <laughs> 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 and our adopted troubled child, Gallium Arsenide. <laughs> you can't rely on the transuranic sapphire. Why not? <laughs> They're unstable. Oh, oh! I watched that. I watched that. Oh, sapphire and steel. Was it bizarre or what? That's library it, now. Yes, but in a good way, kind of, because it, it had like a lot of stuff from that time where it felt like a radio drama or a stage production in an art house theater somewhere. Mm-hmm. Was I wrong? Is it a mood piece or what? One hundred percent a mood piece. One hundred percent. Amazing. And amazing what stuff. you what you did not mention is that each assignment is like six episodes, which are half an hour long each. Well, that's that's a long-running style of British television, though, isn't it? I think so. I just uh, I I wasn't prepared for it. I was thinking one crazy adventure, half an hour or something. But as it turned out, I had a lot of like little things to do, kind of around the house. Mm. So it was perfect for that. Perfect. Excellent. I'm keeping that around. Ooh, are these geodes of some type? Yeah, more business. It's not letting oh, me look at the picture. Like I don't. I don't know. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry, because I was listening, but I started looking up. You know, the way you do. Now I don't know if that's a true geode or if that. It I mean, really does it. Does it come in those kind of eggy shapes, or did somebody make that? I don't know yet. They're inside but, rock. Oh, 
Your you mom is inside the rocks. Is. <laughs> Very is. likely. I'm sorry. <laughs> Making geode must be acknowledged. Yeah, that's neat. Not at all, but it is pretty damn cool, isn't it? Well, I Those can't open the cool. picture. I don't know what's wrong. Did you? What did you name it? Oh, I didn't. I just dropped it in there. Did it? Did it not go into the Skypey thing? I'm looking at a tiny thumbnail of it, but when I try and click on it, it tells me class not registered. Oh, I'm sorry, because I just pulled it off the web and didn't do nothing to it. I can I can fix that if you wish. Try again. I don't even know how. How do I do that? Uh, Maybe I need no. to find a bigger picture on. Right click on the picture and do right click save as, and then drop uh, that I into. Think the... I just copied and pasted it. Actually, now that we. See. We're talking about it. Oh my god, there's more! They are so shiny! <laughs> this is the dragon eggs. Oh, see what you have done. Do you see what you have done? In I hope you're happy. Dragon eggs. They should all be destroyed. I'm sorry, I'm still jazzed up. I'm still jazzed up over listening to. Uh, the 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 Vox Machina battle with the Black Dragon Umbersoul. Oh yeah, of course. What what is this? No spo <laughs> no spoilers. It's uh, it's the critical role. They they uh, part of their new story arc is uh, the taking over of their entire world by five terrible dragons. Oh man, I think they're just minute. misunderstood. That's the same picture, just bigger now, and I'm. Nice. Now it's telling me class not registered again. Something's busted with this picture. Um. You, you know how you get around that? You know how you get around that? How do you get around that, Anna? Where First of all, you go to the page where you're finding this picture. That's what I'm doing right now. You go up into the URL thing. You just click once in there with your left mouse button if you're using a Windows thing. And it should highlight the whole address. Then you right click. You hit copy. You go in and copy the link instead of the picture, and then I can go right to the page, and I'll, I'll grab the picture. Ah. There we are. Look at that. Bismuth geodes, Mistborn. Let's see what happens if I do this. Oh, look at that. It opened my browser like it was nothing. And there it is, a large scale. Now I can look at the picture, and it allows me to... Oh, it's even got a save option in its little... Uh, <laughs> It's got a save option in this little, um... Now I know for next time. Save image as. Oh, look at that. Okay, that'll but do. I'm still thinking about the dragons, and I think that they are not terrible. I think That's what the problem was. It was named PNG, and it's actually a JPEG, so it didn't know what the hell to do with it. Oh, all right. Oh! I'm sending you a picture. Oh, 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 nice. Yeah, those are my beasts. Yep. <laughs> yeah. get, get, have, look closely at the little boy in the picture. He's holding a lovely white kitty. Uh -huh. This is pretty cool. That is very sweet. Ooh, and it might be appropriate for a planned adventure. Ooh. Or for tonight's potential adventure for Spirit of the Century. Who's still playing that? Uh, sure, if you guys want. I mean, I, I got some stuff. I'm happy to hang out. <laughs> Trade foul mouth geology Holy with shit. you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is so rude. 
It's not bismuth, it's fucking beryllium, man. Holy shit, <laughs> You don't know the difference between bismuth and fucking beryllium, you shithead. <laughs> oh, God, I love that picture. <laughs> is, is this the same stuff they grind up for stomach medication? That's right, you <laughs> Got me on that one. I'm ignorant. Now we're going to look Pe- that up. Pe- Pepto Bismol is business. Wow. I have heard the name in association. Don't know. Well, I'll check it out later. Bismuth subsilious something. Or thingy. I mostly, I came across that first picture, um, then had to track down like what it was, and since then have just fallen in love with the crystal structure. And how many lumps of this do you have around the back? Oh, it's zero, zero. Because if I, oh, yeah, yes, if I start in on something like that, um, we'll have a house made of it. Yeah, they're just gonna find they're gonna find a skeleton <laughs> clutched around the last Amazon package. This is amazing. This shit is so awesome. It's fucking hearts to look at. Fuck diamonds. Fuck polyvinium. Fuck Carbon, they're fucking posers. This is serious bismuth, bitches. God damn. I love that. Jesus Christ, look at this shit, man. You better fucking believe it's some bismuth. I can't I can't put that in my screensaver exactly, but I thought you guys would appreciate it. I don't see why not. So you That's know from the American Journal of Science, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Just open up a copy of The Lancet and you'll see. <laughs> Holy shit. It's business. It's business. <laughs> That's right, you cockbags. God damn it. <laughs> God damn. Oh, I love it. I love it. Oh, goodness. So not to derail us on geology here, do we have... Um, do we got feedback or anything that we should do? <laughs> I got feedback minutes before the show. Ooh. As I was like opening up my, I opened up my email to to get LinkedIn with um with LinkedIn. What the hell is it? No, I don't actually, I don't actually use LinkedIn. Nobody I'm does. I'm registered on it, but I don't. I got rid of it. Yeah. It Everybody's registered, but nobody uses it. It's, it's weird. Any um, uh, Google Docs that I could find uh, Hank Bugle. But then I saw that uh, we have feedback from Florian, who not only wrote to us, but included an audio file. Hello, oh, awesome. Which I will have to... Uh, you know what? Let me just... I can forward all this to you. He's Ter- pretty great. Tercy's Pot? What is... Oh. That's the title of the email. That's the subject line. Tercy's <laughs> Pot. And there's a message in there somewhere. I just have to look for it. I see. It does sound like they're trying to tell us something. What are they trying to say? Timmy fell down the well? I like that kitty picture, Andros. And look, you can get this ring. You know you want it. Oh, yeah, I want all of this stuff. It's adjustable. So you could, like, move it around on your hand, depending on your mood. 
Yes. Oh my. It's, it's very subtle. Mm-hmm. All about the subtle. Well, this one was sold, but I'm sure they can make you another one. Give me, so give me cool. like some pauldrons and some greaves done up in that. <laughs> one of those right in the middle of your breastplate, yeah. Yeah, yeah there you go. <laughs> Who did that lovely kitty picture, Andros? Um, let's see, do I know that? You know, is that is that an artist that you like their stuff, or did you just come across that? I, I just came across it. Um, the colors look almost like oh man, he's that guy. He does some weird sort of erotic art mostly. Uh, he was everywhere in like in the like heavy metal stuff. It looks like him. Can't remember his name now. Soriyama. No, not the not the robot guy. Uh, the other one. Hold on, I'll find out. Well, Valjeho is Valjeho. like to access the you know my cyber brain here, but external yeah. memory. Sometimes I think I just the got really. Yep. Woot, 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 woot. That's pretty. Just put this in here like that, because that's the text of the email. Like yo. That's definitely, that's, that's some fucking beryllium, man. That's... <laughs> Better believe it. Oh wait a minute! No, it's bismuth. bismuth. I'm wrong. Sorry, it's, it's more. It's more bismuth. It was a ring. It's iridescent bismuth. This is furious bismuth. Now I've got to go see. <laughs> uh, well, I can. Uh, I'll hazard a guess that it's probably gray, and has a mild luster. Yeah. Yeah. It's, that's yeah. almost everything. Yeah, that kind of sums it up, really. Yep. It's kind of, uh, yeah, just kind of looks a bit like lead, really. Yeah, it's your, one of your workaday, um, workaday minerals. Yeah, your basic beryllium, exactly. Mm. It's honest. It's, <laughs> it's, uh, it's kind of, you know, eh. It's honest and real. <laughs> Now I've got uranium fever playing in my head. Anyone else? No? No one know that? Yes. I can't sing even even a little bit. But, uh, it's one of these, like, uh, one of those back when you had, like, the, the folk singer type guy who was mostly talking, mm-hmm. and he's talking about going out and prospecting for uranium. And <laughs> they're going around, and he's like, and one line I remember is, um, but the only clicking I heard was my bones that day. Uranium fever has gone and got me down. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Alrighty then. Singing a happy little ditty about prospecting. the day, that's good. Yeah. 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 Okay. What should we do? Should we roll a D? Have I got a D20? Yeah, I must have a D20. I always have a D20 within reach unless it's falling behind. You should there. always keep one on a chain around your neck. Well, normally I keep one in my pocket at work. Actually, I made use of a D20 the other day at work. Awesome. <laughs> it may have, may have even tainted the die. Who knows? Ooh. Um... If, if so, you will have to reprimand it severely. I guess so. 
But um, yeah, I needed to hand off some kind of an order that was made online, which I don't normally monitor, but I was supposed to give it to somebody, and so it was a toss-up between one person and another person, and uh, so I just like uh, pulled the D20 out of my pocket and said, uh, here you go. <laughs> Whoever rolls high gets this. You use that instead of the magic coin of decision. Correct. Yes. And it was a lot more fun. You, and unexpected, too. So what am I... Did these individuals ever see one of those before? I'm going to guess no. They had. They were more interested <laughs> in the shape of the die than... Uh, yeah, like, yeah. Let's do this. Okay, I rolled a four. I've got a 13. Oh, I'm supposed to roll? Oh, fucker. Uh, yeah, keep up, guys. Jeez. <laughs> I rolled a four. <laughs> this is serious um, business. I, I'm setting up Catch Your Hair. I need a D20. Oh. I got an eight. <laughs> that makes Charlie bite the winner. Yes, I am the winner. You are the winner of the dice roll of reading the feedback. He has won the the, the feedback reading um, um, uh, honor and privilege. Oh. And I, I was smart this time. I didn't just paste it and I actually hit enter. It's a brand new email from Florian. It is. Custom made in Germany. This email reads, Dear Gutter Skypes, or whoever reads this really, I hope you're all well and have recovered from my attempts to poison you with licorice. But wait, there's more. It goes on to say, and yes, the dye I made out of soapstone, which is something like a poor man's marble, but that all doesn't matter now. No time to talk, they might be after you too. That's right, this email includes a healthy dose of paranoia. Not the game, trademark festivals have come to me. Here, this secret recording, take it. One of our agents managed to record it while cleverly disguising himself as a beer stein, or beer stein. Not Ben Stein, he's weird and probably crazy now. It's <laughs> aren't the only ones listening in on the proceedings of the Centurions. Wait, hush, is that a nose flute? Oh no, I smell a mental. If you don't hear from me again, please feed this cat and water my plant. Wait, a cat? That's right, it also includes a cat. Or doesn't, ask Dr. Schrodinger. I don't have a cat, but it's so fluffy and good grief. I say these teeth are really ugh. Perhaps it was narrating. <laughs> Hmm. There's also a brief transcript uh, I'm going of to... the audio file, but should we just it's should not, I leave that read? It's not actually a transcript. Um, oh, so the It's a message, apparently, from Anton Albuton, the Alpine atrocity from Austria. <laughs> who is quite proud of us, or at least tantalized by the fact that we escaped Carson's uh, the Carson, the Caribbean King of Chaos, escaped his trap, which perhaps means that Anton Albuton, the Alpine atrocity from Austria, is. I hope I'm getting that name right. That's. I played it. I played it three times before actually signing into Skype, and I wrote it down. <laughs> um, so that uh, other people could hear it. I'm gonna play the. I'm gonna play the file right now. It's. It's very very short. On the other hand. If you can get me some dynamos and some, some neoplasmians, <laughs> we may be able to retrieve it. Well, well, brave centurions. So you managed to escape Carson's little trap? 
but you won't escape from me. Me, Anton Almhüten, the Alpine atrocity from Austria. Ja, la, la, la. There. <laughs> Once again, I pretended that everybody present heard everything that you, the listener, just heard. Uh, and when in fact diabolically clever, diabolically clever. Yes, no, you Albuton. The the edits will be seamless. You won't be able to know the difference. Actually, you probably will. I'm using my steam power thingy because I got disgusted and fed up with uh, total recorder and just shut it off. Yes. So um, yeah, it's going to be completely steam powered tonight, and that's not a problem. It'll be all right. I I've got my backup thing working for everything except this group. We're 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 strange and it's the atomies. Different, maybe different types of different versions of Skype. I got no idea. I don't, I don't understand technology. It wants to record Trilobite and me and Nikki and and uh, Andros and Blind Geek. And Mark Kinney, if he comes on, and Erica, you know, it just decides, nah, I ain't gonna do it. Nah. Oh. Um, <sighs> did, did, try the bite, did you see that there is a tiny bit more? Yes, that's what I was saying was maybe the, the transcript. Oh, I see what you're saying. I think it's a, it's a message from somebody else. Yes. And, uh, yeah, please proceed, if you will. Hmm. The message ends. Hello, Centurions. Keep the recording. My master is not afraid of you. We will keep in touch. It is signed, Felicitas, the fatal feline Fraulein. <laughs> so, Anton and Felicitas. Hmm. So he got eaten at a he, he got eaten by a cat that didn't belong to him, a fluffy cat. After having smelled Emmental, which I believe is a kind of cheese, isn't it? <laughs> or am or I that wrong? thing they put on the cloth Emmental. that they put over your nose at Boy Scouts <laughs> before you wake up in the woods? Chloroform? Uh, or maybe Emmental? Maybe that's the German version. Emmental. I'm going to look that up and see what it is. Emmental is a cheese, I'm pretty sure. Cheese bites. Emmentaler. Emmentaler, anyway, is a cheese bite. So Emmental is cheese. Well done. It looks like a Swiss cheese. It's a, it is. It is a yellow, medium-hard Swiss cheese. And nearly all nerds from the 70s are pretty familiar with every damn name of cheese simply because of the sketch. Oh, is that mentioned Lord. in the cheese shop? Of course yeah. it is. Yeah. I'm sure it must be. Amantal, Bourrier, Brousson. It, is, um, oh, it no. originated, and oh, oh. in, in, I'm not just reading this from Wikipedia, mind you. It originated, I just happen to know this, in the area around Emmental in uh, Canton, Bern, and it has a savory but mild taste. Wow, they yeah. named the whole town after the cheese. <laughs> after the cheese. <laughs> it's because it is the big cheese. <laughs> Yay! Yay! Greek feta. Yeah. Sheep's milk. Japanese sage Derby. Oh, I like it. I like it, honey. <laughs> <laughs> 
I don't oh, care how it. fucking runny it is. <laughs> hand it over with all speed. Oh. Um, yeah, that's the only reason I know I'm in Tall's Cheese is because of uh, delinquent listening to recordings over and over and over again. I'm sorry, Nikki, what? I'm doing the bazooka music for you. Oh, thank you. Told you so. By the way, I have Schrodinger sitting here right next to me on the, on the next chair. Or do he you? Is, is he is fact a cat. He is in fact a cat, but mm. not fact of our Florian. Okay. Hmm. Okay. We just got I that guess we'll, we'll we'll have to find out if Florian is dead or alive when we open the cat. I think he's alive. You know why? Because he spelled ah with a u g h. He didn't spell it a a a a a a u u u u u u g g g g a. It's trailing off, which I guess is kind of hard to do, you know, without the right font. But you know, I think he's still alive. Okay. And if he isn't, at least we know who who did him in. That second email. Never mind. Didn't we used to get emails from some evil genius somewhere? Oh, I'd have to go back and listen to the recordings. It, it sounds vaguely familiar. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We did have it's, an arch nemesis. Well, no, this was this was before you, Trilobite. Someone else used to write to us as an evil genius. Oh, yes, I know. I'm saying, is this a coincidence oh. or the return of an old nemesis? Coinkydink? Hmm. Hmm. I almost, think I'm so. Sure, I'm pretty sure that one wasn't a cat, though. Hmm. There was... Wasn't Computer King? Wasn't he a evil? Oh, yeah, yeah. oh that's right. Yeah, yeah. Evil, evil. Uh, like, like, come to the evil side. Doctrine of evil. Evil's good. Ah, oh, what was what was the website? It was it was actually pretty entertaining. Mm. Uh, yeah. I think I'll have to go back. So, get your evil on. Celebrate your evil. Ah, oh, bugger. I really like get your evil on. <laughs> Yeah, that's a good t-shirt by itself. Just because you're evil doesn't make you a bad person, right? Uh, <laughs> no, I'm pretty sure that's true. I, I do believe uh, that, that, was, that that was the uh, fundamental underlying... Uh, are you having an issue with this? Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> going hard. I'm going to say yes. Yes, it does. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I don't. I don't. I disagree. I, I think that no. I think people rush to judgment when they hear the description "evil," and they don't really uh, look at all of the positivity that you might generate as well. Uh, <laughs> like a healthy lifestyle by um, engendering running and uh, you know screaming. <laughs> the calisthenics as you would okay now you got me back on life. Hmm? no I'm back on board I'm with no, you okay. <laughs> I like that t-shirt description you sent in the before the chaotic good yes, yes. That, that's on its way as well chaotic the good doing the right is, thing the wrong way that's it. I was like oh my god that's so me <laughs> perfect perfect Sadly, it's on. It's a navy. 
navy t-shirt. I'm like, navy? Who wears navy? The okay. navy? <sighs> well, it's okay, so I have a, a minor compulsion to possess black t-shirts. But I sucked it up and I bought the I bought the chaotic good shirt too. Mm. It was very reasonably priced. Very reasonably. <laughs> <laughs> than ten dollars this section sponsored by where did you get that lovely (laughs) t-shirt Woot which is funny because I'd made a vow to never go to Woot because of the whole meh versus Woot shenanigans but oh I think we all remember the atrocities of the meh Woot conflict it was dreadful right you know the rise of meh to overcome the shame of of the degradation of Woot but um, <laughs> but I need to take this shirt to the spam conference for the incredible and uh, sung and, and famed and song and story the T-shirt swap that is the highlight of every spam conference. That sounds and relatively awesome. Where is where is this conference taking place? It is so much fun. This year, it is happening, and it's such a huge pain in the ass to get there, my friends. It is happening at uh, Oregon Shakes out at Ashland, Oregon. Oregon. Yeah, which is about 200-ish plus miles south of Portland. It's actually not too far away from the Northern California border. Who knew? It is a royal pain in the ass to get to this place. But apparently it's quite lovely, blah, 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 blah. And uh, because of its location, the only theater we're going to get to tootle around and and view is Oregon Shakes. But it should be pretty cool. And, uh, yes. So, but the t-shirt swap is when all of the prop geeks get there. Get their avaricious nerd on. And it it is really fun because there's always like a shirt or two that really catches people but the rules of the game are can only be uh you uh, it's like the like the christmas thing Adam, that we used to do with presents right where you have numbers everybody brings a shirt gets a number and you go through the numbers and uh the first person goes and gets a shirt the second person can either pick a new shirt or steal the shirt. oh yeah i used to love that I don't stuff. Know what those are called but right the, it's that style of rule white, white elephant white elephant yep oh okay that. that's how so i got that, that. pink inflatable clock that i think we talked about a while back and you got something else like didn't you get an inflatable i got an inflatable a pink inflatable pink, pink, guitar. guitar that's it yeah uh, <laughs> yes. That, <laughs> then, that came all the way from Germany. That was, yeah, that was that was Florian. That was, so cool. was it Florian or was it Anton or Felicity? <gasps> oh, no. Dun, dun, dun. Thick plottins. Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> but we had, they had to establish a rule of the thing could only be stolen three times because some shirts, it was getting pretty dicey uh, as it was dueled over so after the third steal it's like whoever manages to uh get it gets to keep it but it's it's really fairly hilarious so in a you know kind of tameish sort of way but it is it's fun and some of the shirts are really groovy that sounds pretty great yeah so i have a choice of two i'm either going to do the pirate translation shirt pirate translator which has various sayings and it's just cute and the other one it's more theatrically oriented but it's um it's the shape of a cauldron with some green steam coming off of it but it's made up of words and it's words from the witches from Macbeth. oh oh neat yeah so i want to see what they actually look like you know see how 
they come out okay. So, so those are my choices to take to the spam swap. Sounds like some good ones. Thank you. I hope so. Why has it does the spam name? Um, Society Prop Artisan Masters. Ah. Thing a gazillion years ago, but it is it's uh, it has grown and it's become a, a great resource for prop masters. And those of us who got to join as prop masters, even if you're no longer a prop master, you kind of get to say grandfather in. Woo-hoo. That's cool. <laughs> so, yeah. So it's it's really um, it's it's two brilliant parts about it. One is uh, there's a Google group, right? So if you have a question, you're looking for a thing or you you don't want to reinvent the wheel because, you know, we all do the same shows. You know, how did you do X, Y, and Z? Or, or, you know, you come across an interesting product. Hey, has anybody used this? You can get some real down-to-earth reviews. From real people that actually have either used it and loved it or hated it. And they also, it's just other people who know your world. So when something really stupid has blown up, you can go, Bleh! Mm-hmm. and they all go, mm-hmm. <laughs> and they feel your pain. So anyway, it's, but it's fun. That sounds like a group of people that really knows their fucking business. It's a serious business. Very, especially when you're dueling for that perfect so. I wonder how they would have done the sometimes uh, stiff, sometimes loose cat artificial. That was funny. Do explain. Nikki had to make a Nikki the 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 actor didn't tell, or either they discovered and I don't know what the story is. Why am I no, telling this story? Allergic. This happened to you, Nikki. It, it, it happened. He was allergic. They wanted a real cat. I'm like, oh, for God's sake. I am so against real beasties on stage. It's something I... I what, are you racist? <laughs> think only humans belong up there? Yes, I... You people make me I sick. I know. Unless you are going to have a professional animal handler and professional beasties who have been trained and conditioned. Other than that, no, you don't get one. And I will I will shuck and jive to talk you out of it. So, anyway. I, but I believe that's required under SAG, isn't it? What's that? Sorry? It's required under SAG that you have a beast handler. Um, so. Actually, a I lot of places, so. I'm not exactly sure what the rules are, but a lot of theaters get away with it. And there has been, I personally find shameful, where they have their shows that like require cats. And they go to the shelter, and they get a cat, and they to show, and up oh, didn't work out. And they don't tell the shelter that that's what they're doing. It's, it's just doesn't happen as often. <sighs> But, you know, and with dogs and crap like that. Or, but on top of everything else, I mean, mm. a lot, or they, you know, oh, so and so has this great dog, and but they don't know anything about, yeah, since stage life. And, you know, it's just terrible. It's very stressful. That's so dumb I, as hell. Why would you do that to yourself? Even right? if you don't care about the animal, which makes you a monster, uh, like, why would you just put, that's like having a kid up there with, like, no training. It, or it's, something like it's going to freak out. And, it, yeah, you don't know what it's going to do. It pulls focus, and 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 I personally want to just kick playwrights that insist on writing in live beasties. <laughs> but in this case, Adam is referring to bless. Sorry, um, the actor was allergic. <laughs> so, woo-hoo! so that was like, yay, happy dance, happy dance, happy dance. And then uh, the director was pushing for a fake cat to be made out of rabbit fur, Good and luck. I was like. I don't want to do that either. So anyway, I found some fake fur. Um, but the problem was 
<laughs> and we went through so many different different things. We had somebody build one where it looked great, but she did not build it to move. She misunderstood that part of the direction. That's the part that I think you remember in Adam that it was like this lump. <laughs> it was it looked terrific, but it didn't move at all. Like you couldn't they work wa- it like yeah. a puppet or anything. They wanted a they wanted a, a an object that that behaved like a real cat. Right. Like and so you, you what we came you, oh. up with that worked pretty well, except that, uh, well, it worked pretty well. It was actually a, a magician's thing. It's called a spring animal, and it's a big, just what it sounds like. It's a it's a big spring inside of like a tube body, and uh, they tend to do shapes like ferret shapes or whatever. And okay, if you gotcha. work with this thing in, in the in ah. part you way of the spring and the way you put your hands you can you know the head will move and the body can wiggle and but but you have to know how animals move and you have to practice with it well guess what our actors didn't know to do that and so and i tried to show them but the the one in particular the guy he was allergic he'd never been around a cat he didn't know how to hold a cat he didn't know how to stroke a cat and so so i'm holding this thing and you could you could there was a tail you could you could depending on how you held tail you could make the head move you could make it cuddle you right it was great (laughs) yay and it looked pretty good from a distance and he got a hold of it and he's like squashing this And it looked like he was milking a cow. It was horrible. It was just horrible. And, of and when he was done, he stuffed it in a drawer, right? <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. It was just so bad. Yeah, and there was oh, just... hilarious. It was just so... <laughs> and I'm like, no, no, you hold a cat like this, and you do this. He's like, okay, squash, 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 squash. <laughs> Anyway, I hope you never have a kid. Jeez. Yeah, right. Oh my God. Well, actors hold baby dolls too. That's always a good. <laughs> American Sniper. Yeah. <laughs> so, so you could have you, you could have called these spam people. You could have called these spam people and said, "Anybody else had to do this?" Yeah. Well. Oh, I'm sure. A couple of people, I think they did use real cats. Right? That's the thing, is I should have said, that go hire Bill Berloni. Oh, wait, but no, we had the problem with the allergy. Ah, that's right. He was that's allergic right. to Bill? He was allergic to Bill. <laughs> uh, Bill Berloni's great. No. That's <laughs> okay, last beastie story. Adam, do you remember yeah, please, this? please. Oh, my God, it was so funny. This was... Uh, this was another problem, but it wasn't my problem. I wasn't the prop master, so I couldn't fight it. Gypsy. Gypsy, the musical Gypsy, has a lamb. She gives, is given a lamb, and she sings to it, the little lamb song. Oh. And so they do this in almost every production. They go and get a little teeny tiny baby lamb who's like just a few days old. Oh, and God. usually there's somebody in the cast who is designated as the lamb mama, and the lamb wears a diaper and stuff backstage and is, you know, like... Okay, good. I was going to say. It's freaking adorable. Honest to God, these babies are so cute. And then often after the show, they're trucked off and given to a petting zoo. That's what happened to our lamb. But the first lamb... Not lunch. <laughs> well, the first lamb was an older lamb from a farm. We didn't know about needing to have it super tiny and it sounded like it would be very small so the farmer shows up with this lamb who's been in a field with other sheep has not been hand reared this lamb is good god doubt this thing is about 
two and a half feet long, you know, I forget, like weighed 30 pounds. This was a big ass lamp. And it was Deborah Gibson was our gypsy. And so here she is sitting on the stage and they wrangle out this poor freaked out sheep to her. She's doing her best. It's in her lap and she's singing to it. She's trying to hold on to it. It's trying to lunge every which way. And all of a sudden, it pees all over her. Uh, 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 She gets extra money for that. Oh, she was so good. She was just like, I don't think this is going to work. She didn't panic. She didn't wig out. She was such a good egg about it. But yeah, that's when it turned into the teeny baby. That is a sag requirement. If the performer gets wet during the course of a scene, they get extra money. Yes. Oh, that, that is a SAG requirement. Hmm. I had no idea. But well, that's there you Screen go. Actors Guild. I don't know how Equity handles it when I'm in a stage situation. Oh, there's got to be know. there's got to be some kind of an extra in the in the, in the contract for uh, getting Thank pissed on getting by a wild animal. By a winged out <laughs> Anyway, oh, so that's man. it. That's the last of my bad story. And I won't oh, tell you again great. if I try to stop me in my tracks. All right. Well, I'll just I'll just repeat uh, uh, repeat a joke because that's something I specialize in both in IDDFOS and this podcast. Mm. Um, I don't know for the twentieth or fiftieth time or whatever. The, the camels <laughs> from the camels from uh, Desert Song. Mm-hmm. It was either there for that, but I heard about it. Yeah, they had an actual desert song. Is some kind of musical that's been around forever. I don't think I've ever actually even seen a production of it. I just remember how heavy the damn drops were for it. (laughs) But uh, it was one of those massive, elaborate sets that uh, Anania was so uh, famous for in the beginning. Anyway, they had a live camel. And I don't know whether it was our production or somebody else's production, but it's something that came up on the subject of camel shit. Yeah, that's a, that's a bad idea. Yeah, it's another live animal on stage thing. It's like, this is an indoor, it's, it's an on stage, whatever. So an animal's going to take a dump, whether it's a camel or a horse or whatever. But in the case of the camel, the, the, the argument came up over when the camel does take a dump, which it did, which department is responsible for cleaning it up. <laughs> Let me guess. It was props, right? Well, the 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 the, uh, the the conclusion was either through the producers or the stage manager that if it steamed, it was special effects, and if it was dry, <laughs> it was props. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I, I think I've, I don't I don't remember how many times I've re- mentioned funny. that. On the on this podcast, but whatever. Oh, that's beautiful. I don't think I've ever heard that before. That's funny. That and my uh, that and my babysitting a duck for Pippin all night in the restroom backstage. There was no provision. There's a duck in Pippin for the whole run. Well, actually, no, no, no. It wasn't the whole run. I think we all had to trade off. We all had to trade off doing something with this duck. It had to be taken care of. And there was nobody designated. There's a duck in Pippin, obviously, um, which could easily, I, I'm guessing it could easily have been a fake duck, but no, they had to get a damn real one. And, that was uh, Bill Berloni. There were a couple of, sh- couple of beasties in Pippin. 
Yeah. But maybe he wasn't hired to wrangle it. Maybe not for our college, our little our little college production. Oh, this was no. college. Oh, oh yeah, this was, a, wasn't even professional. We did a paper mill too. Okay. It's been two thousand. <laughs> well, I'm imagining a paper mill. At least they had designated somebody to take care of this thing when the when the curtain came down. You know, in our production, it was like, oh, what are we gonna do with this duck? <laughs> mm -hmm. It's not something that you can you know stick in a prop drawer. So it was, everybody had to trade off doing something, whether taking it home or feeding it or whatever, handling it correctly. I don't even remember where it came from or what the circumstances were behind getting all of this thing. But I had I couldn't take it back to you know an apartment with uh, uh, three other roommates, or had no way to get it there. I couldn't hold it under my arm, cycling back to uh, the shared apartment I was in. So I was like, okay, it's my turn. What am I going to do? Well, uh, I wanted some place where it's easy to clean up after and where it can't get away from me. So mm -hmm. I ended up, like, sitting with it on the men's room floor backstage all freaking night. <laughs> oh, man. I just leaned against the wall and said, it's you and me, duck. <laughs> get comfy because we're not going anywhere until tomorrow. Sometime during the day, somebody was going to take it during the day, so I didn't have to worry about it. But I don't know what the, Whatever. Wow. <laughs> the glamour. It's exhausting just thinking about it. Seriously, it was like, I don't even know if I had coffee with me or what, or I had water. God. I'm sure I had a little, a little Me and a duck, a full-grown white duck with a yellow thing. Yeah. <laughs> the way you do. Yeah. Good God. Was it, was it like ill-tempered waterfowl or what? It, uh, no, it was just a thing. Occasionally it would make noises. And Did you it would stop. Food? I must have had something to give it. I made a little bowl or something so I could drink water. But, uh, you know, who the hell knows how to take care of it? I knew nothing about ducks. If the thing, if the thing attacked me, I probably would have backed the hell away from it. It would have cornered me. <laughs> I don't know what the hell they do with a duck. <laughs> that's, that's, uh, I think that's got something to do with paying your dues in theater. Yeah. Uh, 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 Everybody, yeah. Everybody's got to wrangle their own duck. Yeah. In his life. <laughs> That's very profound. <laughs> I remember my father telling me that on my wedding night. Yep. Son, there comes a time when every man has to wrangle his own duck. Like, Dad, are you making a weird euphemism? Or... No, literally. Have you seen your wedding presents? <laughs> <laughs> That one that's moving underneath the cloth? That's a duck, son. Not just any duck, it's a male duck, and it's pissed off. Mm. <laughs> you know, the, the infamous rage of the wedding duck. I think that's by Handel, isn't it? It's, it's uh, Eastern European tradition. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's right, yeah. Part of the tradition yeah. is to have a stranger deliver the duck, and and the father gets the bill. And on that note, wow, look at the time. Time for a game. Okay. Sure. That's time for a game, I think. Yeah, this is exactly yes. what it is. Yes, I think it is. Okay, then. Uh, oh. Uh, so, who have we got here? <laughs> Character-wise... What have we been? I went through all that to get to Hank Bugle. I didn't even bring up the character. Let me see. <laughs> you Wait. son of a... You asshole! Close the tabs and say bismuth! Bring up the goddamn oh, thing. No! No! 
There are so many. Do not look away from the bismuth. The bismuth will strike at any time. Uh, uh, that old saying, never turn your back on the bismuth. Uh, oh, there we go. The, uh, the bismuth, but do not fear the bismuth. When you look at the bismuth, the bismuth looks back. <laughs> <laughs> this, this doesn't matter at all. But you're going to just believe me because you know what it is. But it's the only life we've got. Yeah. Um, But me, the greed head, the hoarder of yum-yums and everything else, I haven't kept track of fate Okay, we start start with ten at the beginning of each session. Oh, good. Okay, so we don't, like, keep a little sack of them somewhere. Because, yeah, I'm like, oh, I got some fake points. I don't know how many. I don't know. I'm sorry, go ahead. Their expiration date doesn't last very long. Oh, good. Okay, because I was just like, I figure I got one or two kicking around, but that's all I can tell you. Well, if, if a little beaded, uh, beaded craft sites drive you crazy, go to Oriental Trading. Or one of those other go <laughs> go to one of those other sites because I was looking at uh, I was looking at prop coins. Mm-hmm. It's like you want to hand out treasure during a D and D adventure or or uh, you know that I do. Spirit of the century, <laughs> or how about lumps of raw gold? Ooh, and and they got them. They just got. Uh, you can buy a bag of 140 lumps of shiny nuggets of gold, or pirate coins, or or Roman Roman plastic little plastic Roman replicas of gold coins. They got every damn nature of uh, things you can hand out at a table. I'm actually starting to get a little bit excited just hearing you talk about it's, that. It's, it's like, don't just say, oh, and you you start, you loot the bodies and uh, you come up with. Uh, uh, 27 silver or 8 platinum or whatever. You just reach into a, a box on the side with the miniatures and you start passing out these shiny gold literal freaking coins. Or or gold nuggets uh, or gems or jewels. Ones. If you want them to be metal, because we run into this, we have this discussion all the time, like for prop world, you know, mm. how do you get... Because they always need lots of coins, but they don't want them to be plastic, blah, 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 blah. The, uh, the Mardi Gras coins, too, that are like pressed mystery metal, not quite aluminum. Mm. You want them to clink and... Uh, but that's that's very fun. There's also gold chocolate candy, see? Oh, you could have candies. Now you have me looking. You know I'm looking, right? Of course. <laughs> that sounds like another site. I'm just going to have to stay away from it. Don't go. Don't go. Yeah. Oh, Don't go like, I want to look at all the beautiful things, but the next thing I know, I'm going to have, like, $4,000 worth of stuff, and then I'm like, what is to rent a home? <laughs> 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 Can I use any of this stuff to pay for it? <laughs> but it's so beautiful, Mr. IRS agent. <laughs> Doesn't Uncle Sam want lovely things? Look, look how they fall into this custom wooden chest. Ah, <laughs> oh, goodness. All right, you got a hank ready? I, I'm sorry. Yes, I have. I have a, a sheet that tells me this is Hank Bugle, the fish from the farm. Doesn't tell me anything about uh, 
how many fate points or anything like that. But it does tell me, um, supposedly the, the highlights. All good. So we got Hank. I think we got what? We got Reggie? Where'd he go? Where did Andrews oh, no. go? Why did you put a link in there? Oh, curse you. It, 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 it slipped. Um, oh, Nikki is corrupting Trilobite with... Uh, <laughs> I'm helping. It's like uh, Faye Ray, I think, supposedly said at one point. Maybe it was her. Like, uh, lead me not into temptation. I know the way. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I bet that was Mae West. Mae West, that's it, right? You like Mae West. <laughs> yep. Oh, yeah. Oriental trading. Very dangerous. You go first. You go first. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Plastic pirate treasure. Funny stuff. All right, listen. Okay, sorry, sorry. Enough of this messing around. (laughs) Hey, Nikki did it. One thing. Nikki did it. One thing only. (laughs) Oh, I'll be good. Uh, Okay, so we've got uh, we've got Hank. Uh, we've got Reggie. Yeah. And we have Trixie Trueheart. Who I can Yo. never just say Trixie. I have to say her, her whole Trueheart. name. Every time. So, let's see. Who among you... Uh, let me take a look at our characters here real quick. I predict it will be Reg. <laughs> yeah, she I predicts it will be anybody but her. <laughs> <laughs> if it's if not Reg, I'm pretty sure it's Hank. <laughs> it probably will be Reg here. Oh, good. I so rarely uh, get a chance for extra yum yums at the beginning. Yay. Sounds like you're enjoying some right now. Oh, um, yes. Some, uh, my wife seems to have handed me part of a pork chop, so. Oh, you poor thing. I know. Well, try, try to struggle through somehow. As you ingest the delicious dead flesh. Mm. Hey, hi, Erica, for me, please. Hi, Erica. Hello. 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 Everyone thank- says hello, Erica. <laughs> and, th- and thank you for feeding our players. Hey. Eight. Well, one player. One player, anyway. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay, what? anyway, yes. Um, what happened? Okay. Well, um, as you are notorious mm-hmm. and connected by the spirit world, or oh. excuse me, connected to the spirit world. Right. We are all, of course, connected by the spirit world. It surrounds us, penetrates us. It binds the the universe together. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Thank you. Um, please take a fate point mm. to set up the scene here where you are going to visit Professor Moak. Because he has asked for the Centurion's help. And he has... Uh, he has contacted you in particular. Of course, no one's like, help, help, Centurions, because well, most people don't really know about it. But he has asked for your aid. Uh, he suspects that he is in imminent danger, but dares not say more in the telegram that he sent. 
So if I will give you a fate point, compelling your uh, compelling your aspects there, mm-hmm. if you'll set up a scene with uh, the three of you in transit to see Professor Moak. All right. So we are in a. Um Oh, too bad we don't have the rocket car. So I guess we'll have to have a taxi. <laughs> Works. Yes. So we are um, riding in our taxi through beautiful downtown Man- Manhattan. Works east side. Yeah, east side. And as we're going, I'm filling in my fellow centurions with um, what I know, which was... Um, I need to write this down, don't I? Uh, Doctor, uh, Professor, what's his name? Professor Moak. 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 It's I. I have no idea. He just was very insistent and said that he was in a great deal of danger and that uh, we he needed to see us immediately. <laughs> he said we needed to bring tranquilizers. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> he wrote it out phonetically. <laughs> Tranquilizer. Tranquilizer. <laughs> Holy shit. Yes. 99 for 500 pieces of glow in the dark salt adhesive. Ju- I'm not looking at this anymore. I'm not looking at this anymore. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yes. Oh man, anyway. there, were, there were like four of my favorite words right there. Glow. Oh wait, no. Glow in the dark, self adhesive jewel. Self adhesive. Oh, that's what I want to be when I grow up. Okay, okay, okay. I'm done. I'm so looking I, away. Yes. Yeah. So, so I took some time to meditate to try and ascertain the nature of Professor Moak's danger. Ooh, of and, course you did. Yes, Please and take I. Take point. Oh, good. Another one. Okay, good. And yes, I had a, I had a vision of uh, Professor Moak standing amid fog, fog that billowed up from uh, waist high. And, and I will cut in here and behind mm. him yeah. a an enormous beastly shape, vaguely feline in countenance. Good, good. And all the walls were faintly glowing a neon purple. <laughs> I like Mm. You might even say glittery. Really? <laughs> <laughs> very mysterious. Mm, very, very, very cosmic. Yes. Mm. Interesting. Feel it. Did the did the feline shape look threatening? Oh or, yes. Oh, it's a threatening shape. <laughs> Threatening, yes. The, 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 the length of the, the fangs uh, did indicate a certain amount of... Threat? Peril, <laughs> well, yes. The cabbie up front, driving along, keeps oh. flicking his eyes up with uh, an increasing <laughs> look of concern. You know, his brow is like more and more furrowed as you guys go on. Um... And real quick, anybody else have any uh, preparations or anything else that they want to do that you think of right now? Of course, in future, you can always, you know, invoke your aspects and stuff. But if you had anything in particular, real quick. Hmm. How'd you meet the professor there, Reggie? 
No, he had hired out my um, expedition once when he was in Africa. Oh, nice. Good save. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, freaking work. (laughs) Come on, there were several different possibilities. Mm-hmm. He's a professor of everything. What did he kill when he was in Africa? Oh, that's right. This is the 30s. He can't go there. He didn't kill anything. He just wanted to photograph the wildlife. He was very... Um, yeah, I guess you could say very non-violent sort of individual. Very mild-mannered. Yeah, he's a... Um like a, a kind of documentarian uh, for various universities. His specialist, or excuse me, his speciality is like antiquities. Um, but he makes his living or supports his habit of adventuring by you know going to distant lands and, and photographing the things there and writing detailed reports for various societies, universities, museums. Mm-hmm. I was going to say that, yes, in fact, this is not entirely um, um, disconnected with his profession. Uh, as you know, many antiquities have depictions of animals, and he wanted to get an anatomical study of modern-day animals to see if he could decide, decipher what may have been being par- uh, portrayed on some of the artifacts that he had been studying. Beautiful. That's, that was... I, I love you, and I want to marry you. <laughs> wow. No, right? Don't be careful. I do have an attack cat. Yeah, we can work out an arrangement. Uh, <laughs> okay. So the, uh, the cab pulls up in front of a... Uh, a stately ooh it's stately but Adam what kind of building is this this is an old money brownstone the kind of people used to buy and just mm-hmm. and just own outright they didn't, they didn't they didn't go renting apartments or penthouses or living way outside the city they wanted to be close to the action they had by themselves a brownstone or inherit it from their family because it's been in the family since it was built uh, way way back when in the late 1800s beautiful so it's one of these stately older brownstones a single light flickers in an upper story window otherwise the building is dark dark as the night sky across which low storm clouds scud a gentle rain begins to fall, big fat drops kind of uh, pouring down. And Nikki, fill me in real quick. I'm not as familiar with Trixie as I am with the other characters. Mm-hmm. Um uh, what's your what's your high concept trouble couple of your aspects? Um My uh my I'm sorry, what are, what am I what for my aspects? What, what's your high concept? Um or your trouble. Oh, do I have do I have a trouble? Um no. I'm looking, I'm sorry. Um Well what gets you into trouble? <laughs> <laughs> well, one that I use a lot but it and it 
doesn't always help is the gotta get that story. I know mm-hmm. you have gotta get that story. Right. Okay, very good. What are some yeah. of your other aspects? Don't worry about if, what they're labeled or if they're labeled anything. Just give me some more of your Just aspects. Just my luck. Ooh, okay. That's one. And nice. Then, um, those dirty rats, they can't get away with that. Ah, Okay. And I'm also a Jill of all trades, but mistress of none. So I just kind of <laughs> fake it just a little long enough to. I like that. And trained to fist fight by your brothers. I yeah, I was raised with three brothers. That's right. I'm Is that one of honest. your aspects? Okay. It was under aspect that this was. This was done such a long time ago, and oh, I, I know. Don't I worry got about into it. The, to the the story not really understanding like I have nothing useful like you know I don't think any of really understand <laughs> the, like the guys helped me a little bit being able to tweak some some stuff but yeah I so these are uh, bad out of hell speed under pressure was one was was raised uh, okay bad out of hell is one of your aspects okay mm-hmm. and was raised with three brothers or uh, was that one of your aspects as well that's one of my aspects yeah my aspects as listed are brutally honest Raised mm. with three brothers, Jill of all trades, mistress of none, um, bad out of hell, so very speedy under pressure. Um, nice. Got to get that story, those dirty rats, they can't get away with that. Dressed to kill or maim. And, <laughs> okay. um, uh, for some reason, this is under aspect, but it probably shouldn't be there. Mad Monks of Minsk. That, so I don't know why that's oh, under those aspect. Are some peop- and, those are some uh, foes that you have faced. In, yeah, in yeah, but, it, but it's under aspect, and that shouldn't be there, right? And chupa, my chupa camera is under my aspect, and just my luck. Okay. Ah, so your chupa camera is also an aspect. It is an Got aspect. It. Yeah. Okay, works for me. Okay. Chupa camera. Chupa camera. So much easier to say than tranquilizer. Oh. <laughs> Though I believe in the original, both of them are pronounced bugger. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, uh, stepping out of the cab. Excuse me. Oh, no problem. Stepping out of the cab, of course, uh, just your luck. It starts to rain heavily. Mm. Just my luck. Yep. Can't even stop to fix my seams on my stockings. Ah! So I make a dash for the doorway? Mm-hmm. And uh, there you find the door slightly ajar. Uh, 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 oh. Hey, gents, look at this. The door is slightly ajar. He's not expecting us right this second, is he? He didn't say go on in, right? I don't think so. Don't look all lit up in there. All I saw was that one light upstairs. What do you think, Reggie? I think we should go in and try to move quietly. And from inside? Wait, wait, wait. Can I take my pen out of my very glamorous little handbag and gently push the door open with it so we don't leave fingerprints? <laughs> Only because you described the the handbag as very glamorous. <laughs> It is, too, but it's very practical. (laughs) Okay. So, the door starts to swing open. It begins to creak very quietly. Mm -hmm. Okay, not bad. Anybody got any oil? 
Hello? I assume you're just, you know, opening it more slowly or, or what have you. Hello? They have the magic oil can in their kit? So. No, I guess not. <laughs> but okay. wait, Hank, are you, actually, are you actually calling out? I am. I'm going to... I'm going to call out and say, add about a home, get the coffee ready, we're here. <laughs> and from inside, somewhere beyond this darkened foyer, you hear a crash. Now. Right in we go, right? Yep. Yep. Anybody have a lighter for some light? I try and find a light switch as I go past the door. Oh, yes, of course. You can uh, throw the switch, but no light comes on. Oh, no. There is, a, there is another thump from somewhere inside. It sounds like it's up the sweeping staircases that lead up from this elegant foyer to an, uh, to an upper landing there. A muffled thump as of something heavy striking, a flo- uh, striking the floor beyond at least one door. Um, OGM of my heart, if I give you a fate point, can I grab a walking stick out of that handy dandy umbrella stand right by the door as we have the one that's shaped, uh, the one that's (laughs) (laughs) a pottery, (laughs) um, elephant's foot. Yes, that's exactly what I was going to say. (laughs) The one that's shaped like an elephant's foot, of course. And yes, for a fate point, Larry, right here. <laughs> normally, normally you wouldn't need that. Uh, wouldn't need a fate point for something like that, because like as long as it's in the environment, you know, as far as I'm concerned, it makes sense. <laughs> However, I will accept a fate point as an invocation of your just my luck aspect to say that not only is it a walking stick, mm-hmm. but it is in fact some form of weapon which can be used as a walking stick. Ooh. What that is is up to you. I'd love a sword cane, but an Irish sword cane it is pretty damn good too, because it means oh, you yeah. whack the hell out of somebody with one of those. <laughs> but a choose, sword but cane is very helpful. <laughs> okay, sword cane it is. Yay! All right. The snarling head of a wolf mm. forms the uh, forms the handle. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> so, moving in quickly. I'm right. At, I'm right behind Reggie at the top of the stairs, or well, I'm at the top of the stairs. I don't know what Reggie's plan was, but if he went upstairs, I'm behind him. I was going to say I'm moving very quickly through the apartment, being very careful not to silhouette myself in front of the windows or the, the open door. Of course. Yeah. So uh, the two men take off quickly as uh, Trixie grabs a or spies a nearby mm. sword cane mm. in the faux elephant foot. Mm. Um, what stamped thing? Yeah, That's a proper stand, name. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, thank you. And uh, as uh, you get that and ascertain that it is a uh, kind of a funny-looking sword, I think as I grab it, maybe I I find the switch with my thumb and the sheath comes off, and I'm like, ha, 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 oh, two seconds to just you know it recognize <laughs> what it actually is. <laughs> Click Perfect. and back up, enough I go. I'll keep and it covered for the moment. At, and at that time, uh, Reggie and Hank, 
you to reach the uh, the very broad landing of this uh, you know sweeping staircase leads up to uh, like a, almost a smaller kind of second reception area. There's a little hallway, big oak doors, paneled walls, the lot. It's precisely what you would imagine a sort of like um, Victorian gentleman adventurer's home might be mm-hmm. if it had uh, it had been that in the Victorian era and then kind of gently decayed up until now. Okay. You hear a... Uh, scuffling from just down the hall, undoubtedly behind uh, that door there, which is uh, the source of the flickering light, mm-hmm. and uh, you hear a uh, a man's voice in, like, muffled protest, and then another crash. I'm ready, Hank. Let's go. I'm ready. I'm waiting on you. I want your face to be oh. the first one he sees, because he doesn't know me. If he's armed, he might take a shot at me. Right. Okay, so um, I'm going to tag uh, an aspect, I suppose, if I, if I can do that. Sure, if you feel like you already need a bonus for something, or you want to uh, oh, create well, something in the story. Hmm. Otherwise, I mean, you can just run over there and oh, you know, charge right in, or whatever you want to do. Charge in and save the aspect in case I need it. Yeah, that's a good idea. Okay, that's so um, are you just, like, running down the short hall and barging open the door? Are you um, Are you being all, like, you know tactical and swinging the door open and ducking and rolling in what exactly are you doing i'm um i'm running up is the door slightly open yes the door is slightly open and your keen eyes detect that Mm. the uh the jam is splintered around where the bolt would be as though the door had been kicked in or otherwise opened forcibly Oh, in that case, I'm going to finish. I'm going to kick open the door and use the door frame as cover as I um, level my rifle. Makes sense to me. You were trained by Quigley, so Indeed. your uh, your iron sights immediately uh, come to rest over the cloaked member of a pair of struggling figures. Uh, one is a a fit middle-aged, a strikingly handsome man, um, like just this, just the younger side of distinguished. Uh, he's clearly in good shape, has, uh, has spent a lot of time outdoors, knows how to handle himself. That is Professor Moak. Mm. And uh, he's bleeding from a cut above the eye and is struggling with a slightly smaller figure who is cloaked and uh, wearing some sort of mask. Uh, They are struggling over some object between them. And this struggle is what has caused all the crashing knickknacks, antiquities, souvenirs from around the world and every era of history lie scattered all over the floor. Okay. Um, Hank, grab it. Make and I will cover, I'm covering him. Okay. Making a leap for that uh, for that obscure object, right in the middle. Single-minded. Seeing if I can get my hands on it and roll past him with it in my possession, and the both of them separated, killing two birds with one stone. Right. Ooh, sounds good to me. After he does that, I say, both of you stand aside. Okay. So uh, that's going to be an athletics roll. 
Um, although if you've got... Ooh, what's the fighting skill in this? Is it just called Fists? Uh, hmm. Or Brawl? or I don't remember what it's called in this one. It depends on the fighting style, yeah. Well, I got... What's your fighting like, skill? My, my, my uh, Fists are at plus five, my Athletics uh, plus three. Okay, so give me a three, but add plus one to the roll because you know how to handle yourself in a fight. You're really just doing a kind of flying tackle, it sounded like. Pretty much, yeah. I'm not attacking anybody. So that's a pl- uh, plus four then, huh? Mm-hmm. All right, that. What goes on here? This will be an opposed roll. That uh, got canceled out. Uh, oh, I think you can beat a two. Neutral, maybe. Mm-hmm. I've got a... Uh, I rolled a negative one. Oh, Dun, dun, dun. So, as you dive in, the figure wrestles the object, whatever it is, away from Professor Moak, and lightning quick lays a billy club right across the side of your head. Purple stars and green flashes, and the world reels around you. You recover. You take a single point of stress. Oh, jeez. As the cloaked figure turns to flee out the doorway to be brought up short by Reggie's rifle. Okay. Mm -hmm. All of that in the time that Trixie was, I'm guessing, thundering up the steps like a bat out of hell? Yes. Absolutely. I was actually thinking I'm skidding right behind... Right behind. I've, I've just made it up there, and I'm right behind Reggie. Perfect. So you arrive to see uh, this cloaked figure, like, brought up short, holding something under its arm. Um, uh, full cloak, mask, but like the, uh, it's like a bandana or kerchief or something tied across the lower part of the face. So you can see the eyes widen in surprise and then narrow in calculation as they flick back and forth between Reggie, Professor Moak, Hank and you. What are you doing, Trixie? <laughs> uh, I am. I'm. I, I'm just behind Hank. Like there's space between Hank with his gun. Mm-hmm. He, he's he's, he's, he's like. For? No, Reggie. Nope, Reggie's got the gun. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, Reggie. Yeah. I'm sorry. I meant Reggie. I just. I was thinking. <laughs> I'm sorry. Excuse me. It sounds like Reggie is mostly behind the wall just partially leaning out just enough to get a solid bead on this figure leaving most of this big doorway open mm-hmm. little room cluttered with treasures that have been you know, knocked all over the floor um, the strikingly handsome Professor Moak just like starting to kind of pull himself back up to his feet right as you skid in and see this uh, <laughs> ah. oh and I have this great sword cane but what I really want to do is raise the gun and say, leaving so soon? Smile! Or not the gun, the camera. The camera. The camera. <laughs> it's blam, right between the eyes. <laughs> Trixie! <laughs> Even if it's just the flash. I said, uh, yes. Okay, so it sounds to me like you're going to use your chupa camera on this person. Mm-hmm. Yeah, even though I have that great sword cane, but I think so. Because I want okay, him also to drop it. the. I want him to drop the thing. So, but I don't want to get in the way of Reggie with the gun 
even though I have that, like to even reach in and whack them with the sword cane, I don't want to. I don't want to get in the way of the gun. You ain't got to justify yourself to nobody. I sister. do. I do. Yeah, and the doorway I, is two and a half feet wide. It's not like you got to. It's not like it's not like it's okay. eight three stooges trying to get through one door. <laughs> it's just you and Reggie, and Reggie's already using the the walls partial cover. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, I don't want to. I don't want to screw up his aim and everything by like What's flinging myself between him. <laughs> this is how you do camera. it. I'm just gonna use my damn camera. There you go. <laughs> Smile. <laughs> You don't have to walk into the room and lean back against the muzzle of the rifle in order to take the picture. I might. I need to get the right angle. I'm a trained professional, damn it. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Okay, so uh, what does the camera do? Well, <laughs> it has a hypnotic stun flash, but only when the GM grants it. So sometimes it's just a regular flash, which can still kind of, you know, screw up your vision. But it sounds like you want to try to use that, like, stun to, type to, feature. To stun, yeah. Okay. But there, it doesn't always there... work. <laughs> is there like an opposed role involved or anything like that, or is it solely at the GM's discretion? I I have to I have to I have information here yeah, from we 2015 January from, from March of 2015 by Sean Howard. Mm-hmm. Camera guidelines. The camera guidelines. If you want to build the camera that works yeah. within the rules as written, I it, forgot. Uh, I think we selected build four. Mm-hmm. Uh, rules is written. Well, I'm saying mm-hmm, but I remember that one was chosen. To maneuver, giving the target the stunned aspect armed allows the user to attack a target using the gun skill. Alternate usage allows the user to use mysteries instead of guns when using the camera. Okay, we selected awesome. build number two. I'm gonna I'm gonna grab that copy and stick it in the uh, stick it so, in the chat window here. And if that is using, by that means my strengths, like mysteries as a strength, then it's a plus two. And weapons is a plus three. Did you have other wording? That's the wording I have, but I don't, I don't know that. Yeah, it was build number two we selected, and I just uh, put it in the Skype chat for uh, for trial of Biden. Okay, thank you very much. So give me a mysteries roll. As you employ the hypnotic stun effect of the chupacamera, which I really want to call the dread chupacamera. (laughs) (laughs) Dread chupacamera. Four fudge dices, right? Four. It is four fudge dices. Using the violet color tonight. Here we go. It is boom. Oh, it completely evens itself out. Two positive, two negative. So, but plus two for mystery. So I've just got two. Okay, which is definitely enough. Ooh. With a minus. Oh, yeah, that's a minus two uh, from your opponent. I hope their head doesn't explode. That's not what I meant. <laughs> what kind of roll is he making? He was making uh, a mystery roll. A, will, like, a willpower roll. Okay. To try to resist. And I'm standing right there, too, and I know I'm going to look right up as soon as she says smile. <laughs> 
Well, That's up to you. Where the hell Even is my rope? I will give you a fate point for it. <laughs> oh, I, uh, yeah, I'm not going to try to skirt around this one. That's just going to be too much fun. <laughs> <laughs> Something to hold over Trixie's head one. No! Oh, I got willpower? What do I got? Endurance? No. Mysteries? Take I have it. mysteries. Please take a fate point and just consider yourself stunned. Super. <laughs> <laughs> So you have uh, you have one, two, three catatonic-looking figures staring at you, dumbly, wide-eyed, pupils fully dilated. Just the two, uh, they they all have a sort of like just uh, absolutely no affect. Arms just hanging limp at their sides. Uh, Hank too, right? Hank and the professor. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Hank and the professor's mouths are just kind of like hanging slightly open. You can't tell what's going on with the masked figure because mm-hmm. it is a masked figure. But long it isn't. Also just standing there. And the uh, the artifact, as you can see it now is, drops to the carpet with the solid thump of stone rolling over on its side and coming unwrapped from a dark and peculiar, peculiarly patterned cloth, uh, revealing a, uh, a chipped and fragmented feline statue of some sort. Okay. I quickly uh, scruff the um, mask figure. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to... Um, we're going to make sure that um, he is... Um, what do we what do we have? We have do we have manacles or something? I mm. I don't think we normally do. Um, Gentleman never asks, and lace. a lady never tells. <laughs> <laughs> or uh, oh, I can give you a stocking, a nylon. <laughs> oh, that's just too pulp. Oh, good. <laughs> just just you wait a second there, Rich, and I kind of genteely turn my back and <laughs> roll one down, unclip it, and roll. <laughs> uh, 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 take a free point for that because it's just uh, doesn't really fit in aspect, but it's just that's that's two of the. Well, genre. I am dressed to to kill. Uh, yeah, yes, I know. yes, so, you are. I'm sure. I, I'm sure I have some leather cords in my pocket, but I'm not going to stop her. Yeah. <laughs> Fine as silk, too. Oh, never last long. In the in the. In the uh, in the TV show or the film, uh, Reggie would be positioned just so so that there was a discreet glimpse in a mirror or other reflective surface. <laughs> Absolutely. Shadow. Yes, exactly. <laughs> they smear like nine pounds of Vaseline on the on the lens. <laughs> or the mirror, or both. See yes. Perfect. So um, our masked figure is now bound, and it sounded like was going to be demasked. Let's see who we have. Pluck. <laughs> Piercing blue-green eyes, pursed, bee-stung lips. A finely featured nose, uh, 
or fine features like a, a a thin kind of nose, slightly upturned, dusky skin. This looks like some sort of exotic Hollywood starlet. <laughs> oh my! <laughs> hmm. Do we recognize her? No. Uh, I wonder who this is. Okay. Well, we'll um have her in a chair. Well, when the professor comes around, we can talk to him about what exactly is going on here. So he kind of goes where led, stunned, and hypnotized, like sits down dumbly. They should be starting to come out of it shortly, but uh, somebody's got to make Hank's life a little bit uncomfortable as a result of this, just to make that fate point worth it. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I'm open to suggestions. If nothing springs to mind immediately, don't worry about it. I have no, I'm really, plans. I'm really sorry. No, I'm, That's I'm fine. drawing That's fine. a blank. Is there a suit of armor in this room? Of course <laughs> there is. Okay. Stick him in the suit of armor before he wakes up. <laughs> I wasn't going to say anything because I thought I was disqualified being stunned myself. No, we, so. we don't have time oh, for no, that. We do. You, you absolutely are allowed to. We can say something like, you know, well, Hank, you certainly do get in the middle of things, don't you? Yes, indeed. He starts clanking around and screams, Give me that Cracker Jack prize, you vinegar <laughs> steering wheel boxing spirochete. <laughs> there you go. What in the name of... And, of course, he lifts his beaver up. <laughs> What's yeah. going on here? What happened? Oh, you used that thing, didn't you? Well, I hope you got my good side. After all of these years, how many times do we have to talk about this? When I say smile, don't look! (laughs) Well, I'll give myself a break. I just got whacked on the side of the head real good. That's my excuse, and I'm sticking to it. We'll find you a nice pack. Yeah, that's already coming up. That's going to be a beautiful goose egg right there. Wish I was wearing this stuff when I came running into the room. <laughs> mm. Okay, so uh, we have the artifact back sitting on the desk. Well, right now it's lying on the floor, partially okay. unwrapped. Uh, it was bound, it looks like, by silken cords in a dark cloth with strange, intricate patterns crawling across it. Um, Hank is going to look for a, a liquor cabinet or a sideboard that has brandy on it somewhere. Yes. <laughs> I'm so very interested in this thing, but I'm afraid I have to guard the prisoner. <clears throat> you keep an eye on that. Okay. Okay. Trixie, Trixie yeah. picks it Do up I? and puts it on the desk. Yeah. Okay. Ooh, Trixie, Trixie. Yep. Give me a mysteries roll, if you would, <laughs> please. Yes, I <laughs> shall. Oh, am I going to, like, get transported somewhere? I get a... Oh! Uh-oh. Um, I have three negatives and a blank, so that's, what, negative three? And I only had two, so I got negative one. Bye, everybody. (laughs) 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 Bye-bye. Am I going to sprout whiskers? Aw, balls. (laughs) 
Bye. Something like that. <laughs> Poor Trixie. <laughs> Trixie, Trixie, Trixie stiffens peculiarly, mm. cocks her head to the side as though hearing someone speaking in the distance, and then whirls about, her eyes glinting in the darkness, her face an almost bestial mask. Trixie? Mm. First of all, take mm-hmm. a fate point. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> and secondly, imagine that you are possessed by the spirit of a murderous cat. Mm. Is there any other kind? I... <laughs> um... I'm going to fling myself on the professor. Awesome. Give me a... Uh, let's see. You got fists? You got uh, any kind of fighting skill? He's got a dagger. Um, <laughs> uh, I mean, a sword cane. I did, yeah, but I'm going to use claws, right? Because I'm oh. a cat. Um, Works for me. Fists and weapons are the same. They're both plus three. Okay, and so mysteries and me, shooting, I've got shooting and plus two. So probably Give fists. me... Give me a fist roll at, uh, let's see, you're normally at plus three, right? Yeah. Give me a fist roll at plus five. Oh, my. Uh-oh. Oh, dear. Sorry, Professor. Um, okay, my four fudge dice, so they cancel out, so I get a negative one there, plus five, so plus four. Professor Moak, still stunned, like is just kind of starting to come out of it. He seems more interested in the liquor cabinet. Oh, and it's starting to say something maybe about his manners, Hank. When he is, what, just pounced upon? Um, yeah, I launch myself at him with nails and, and probably trying to bite him. <laughs> Grappling, rolling, clawing. Yep. When breathing. that. So, Hank... Hank is just, whoa, Trixie, what's up? Like, you got, you, this gizmo do something to your head? I dive for her feet to try and hug her ankles together and stop her. Pull her okay. down. This is fists versus fists. And <laughs> Trixie, you're operating at a plus two while you are under the idol's influence. Uh-oh. Is that I plus, am, plus two in addition to our regular fists? Plus two in addition while she is under the influence of the idol. Did, did she leave the idol laying on the floor? Did I did I drop it? I probably dropped it if I'm... Because mm-hmm. it's big, right? It's okay. big-ish? Uh, yeah, it's like the size of... Ooh, I don't know, like a coffee can. Okay. Uh, yeah, so do I need to be holding it? What do you think? Nope, you no. dropped it. Oh, I did drop it. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I got a plus and a negative. That cancels out. Those are all... Those two are empty, so two empties plus an So just plus two. I ended up with a four in the end. With the dice rolled a negative one, and I, yeah. So you, I think you were trying to grab her by her ankles and pull her away? Yeah. Hauling Trixie off of the professor whose uh, face now is scratched. He's got a series of bites on his arm. Uh, he, like, he 
scrabbles away, goes for the sword cane, which mm. Trixie dropped, and Reggie. Okay, I'd like to do a mysteries roll. Uh, looking at the idol. Mm-hmm. So, oh, hold on, let's see. Fudge dice, here we are. Fudge dice. I'll take a quick bio break while you sort that out, and I'll be right okay. back. All right. All right. All right, that's not Yay. a bad roll. Two pluses, one minus, and a blank. Oh, that's not bad. Got that's, something. That's a plus one, and my mysteries are at three, plus a four. So... And and if he says I need more, I could always tag my earlier vision as an aspect. This game has too much math in it. <laughs> it has almost no math in it. Yes, it has math. It's math, I tell you. Lots and lots and pots and pots. You know, Adam, if we had the time, we really ought to introduce her to chivalry and sorcery. No! <laughs> Is it like nothing but math? <laughs> well, it, 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 yes. it's... It's kind of yeah, especially if you want to cast a spell. That's the, that's the game where um, you want to throw a fireball. You have to create fire, then you have to detach some fire and move it to where you want it, and, and concentrate the fire, and then accelerate the fire. And all these are different spell rolls. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. Okay, I'm back. Okay. That would last with me about. Mm, I'd say about 45 seconds. <laughs> I, 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 was, fire. <laughs> I was just describing to her how to cast a fireball using children and sorcery, but she complained that this game has too much math. <laughs> yeah, a lot of math. That sounds much, much, much worse. We have got some time to play Roll Master. I will take on. Oh, I love Roll Master. I, I will take on all of the maths for it. It's <laughs> worth it just for the ridiculous uh, results that you get sometimes because it is strict adherence to numbers. Uh, typically, one does not. Uh, interpret the results at all. It's just literal gospel of raw mathematics, and uh, you sometimes get hilarious results because of that. Okay. Yeah. So, okay. So, um, so my mysteries is at a three. I rolled a plus one, and um, do I? If I need more, I could always tag the um, vision I had earlier as an aspect. Okay. So you got a four total. Right. There is a struggle as uh, a well of ancient, almost primal rage swells forth from the statue surrounding you, impinging upon you, trying to invade your spirit. You mm-hmm. successfully defend yeah, yourself. I'm, I'm not touching it. I'm just looking at it. Right? Ah, yeah. ha, ha, ha. We didn't talk about that. I was like, yeah, That's I was... probably why you are able to defend yourself, although it oh. is a near thing. I can feel it. It is palpable. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> how How do you defend yourself? Like, what is that? Is that, a, is that a, like a mental landscape kind of thing? Is there... How are you successful? Um, I, I, I can defend myself because I am well grounded in my native land. Mm. I, and I have a good, um, self-possession of exactly who I am. 
Excellent. So holding fast to that hard-fought-for identity, uh, very quickly the power like retreats. Uh, you can feel it ebb away and uh, move back into the statue where it lurks, waiting. Okay. Very carefully, without touching the statue, wrap the um, cloth around it again. Aha. Ooh, ooh. Okay, mm. Trixie. Yep. Make a mysteries roll, please. Mysteries, and mysteries for me is plus two. Mm-hmm. Mysteries, four. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. I uh, didn't put enough dice in there. Sorry about that. You have to reload each all, time. All four. Uh, I'm sorry, what's that? You need all four. You do, too. Uh, in this case, it was uh, that was all neutral, neutral, neutral. So nothing from the roll, so just plus two. So you find yourself kind of like uh, swimming up through um, through blackness and gradually reassembling the events of the last few minutes or so into a coherent picture as you come back to yourself. Hmm. Oh, my. What just happened? Oh. Oh, my head. Oh. Oh, Professor, I am so sorry. Ow. Ow. The professor brandishing the uh, the sword cane at you and uh, wiping blood from his face uh, <laughs> winces. Back, back, get her away from me, he says to you, <laughs> Hank. <clears throat> it's not an uncommon reaction to I, I, people I, I, meeting I, her I, for the first, <laughs> first time. Get who away from you, the Halloween, the Halloween lady or the reporter? <laughs> oh, is there any change over our prisoner? Ah, yes, your prisoner has uh, come around by this point and is uh, staring intently at the scene here with a look of uh, fierce anger. Okay. If anything, it makes her prettier. (laughs) (laughs) You know, it's (laughs) it's the close up on her face. Everything's dark, but there's a slight uh, um, line, like a slant, a slightly slanted bar of light across her eyes. Close up on them as they glitter, and she narrows. Yes, the classic bar shadowing. Yes. Yep. Yes. Yep. This whole thing may be taking place in black and white. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I just don't know. Oh my. We didn't have color then as Calvin's dad tried to get <laughs> Look at this outfit. It's ruined. Oh, it's ruined? Your outfit is ruined? What about my arm? I did apologize. Ah, what about my tooth? Ah. Here's something about her, he says to you, Hank. Uh, I'll do something about her, but you got some kind of a you got some kind of a, 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 a lead bucket or something we can dump this thing into before it goes off again. <laughs> <laughs> goes just certainly just here. He picks up an intricately carved puzzle box of some kind, all like black metal inlaid with 
gold designs, kind of manipulates it for a moment, and it springs open. There, there, he says negligently, cradling his arm to his chest. He's waving the sword cane when he uh, flicks his hand. You know, waving it about dangerously. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you just take it easy there, Professor. Everybody's all calm, so, so long as that, whatever that thing is, doesn't, doesn't go fiddling with people's heads. He was Take able it. to just pick it up and put it in the box. Mm-hmm. Professor was he? He just picked it up. Well, Reggie like wrapped it professor. up in the Reggie wrapped it up in the cloth. Yeah. Oh, Reggie wrapped it in the cloth. And then yeah. I asked him so, if he had something else he could put. We could put it in. I, okay, I missed the I was, wrapping yeah, it in the cloth. Since I had it all wrapped up, I was probably holding it. And it would be easier for me to put it in than Got to it. hand it to somebody else and safer. Mm. So. Well, that is quite an appropriate sarcophagus. Is this its original container? Uh, no, it's something I picked up. It's most likely a fake. Uh, I've. That's not the point. My point. The point is my. The point life. is, is what did that thing do to me? <laughs> Explain it. Well, love well, well, Every everyone. Settle down. Um, let's see. Is, is there a um, um, spirits trolley? Oh yeah, I think Hank was just over there. Yeah, dropped the brandy. A drink. I was right. about to wave a brandy under the professor's nose to get him out of the stun, but I had to drop that when Trixie went uh, nails first at him. Oh, not my brandy as well. Just a glass of it. <sighs> well, for a man that's been to Africa and back, you sure let little stuff rally you. <laughs> he says as he lowers the, the visor yeah. on the helmet. <laughs> Professor Moak, if, if you do not mind, perhaps we could all use a libation at this point. Yes, I think that would be wise. He eyes Trixie uh, like warily and is also keeping his distance from the prisoner who's still sitting unspeaking and glaring on the chair where you put her. Right. So, so who is this young woman, and and what is the nature of this trouble? I've never seen her before in my life. Who are you? What are you doing here? Braced, perhaps, by the presence of two, you know, uh, two other big men, and the snifter of brandy in his hand, he strides forward toward her. Um, she looks up, clearly unimpressed. Hmm. Her eyes cut over to you, Reggie. She studies you. Okay. Let's see. Um. What's my aspect? Here, let's see. Um. Boy, there isn't really a diplomacy thing for intimidators there. <laughs> hey, if that's how you roll, yeah, I say go with it. Yeah. So, I'll I'll do that. I'll I'll give her my um very very best um stone stony expression and basically say. It'll go much better with you if you cooperate with us. It's a stare-off. Give me an intimidate roll. 
She's a cool customer. Mm-hmm. Meeting your gaze unflinchingly. I'm going to have to use a... Um, you might want, because she I'm, had a four here. Yeah. Okay, so I have a minus one on my dice. Intimidate's only a two. <laughs> so I will... Um, let's see, probably best to start off by using a fate point to um, re-roll. Sounds all right to me. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's no better. <laughs> I'm sure you've got some aspects can that I can make you a little bit can more I, intimidating. I, you can also just can spend a fate point for a plus one. Right, but I need more than that. Because I'm sorry, I, I only have a one right now. Yep, and you were you were starting to ask a question. I cut you off. Oh, I'm sorry. I was going to ask if I could use more than one aspect. Oh, absolutely. It's okay. you know a fate point per, but you can use as many as you want, as long as they right. make sense. Okay. You can also like work to create advantages and stuff. If if it doesn't necessarily work this time, you know you can set up a situation where it's uh, more intimidating. Oh, oh, that's good. I could use the fact that she ha- that we have subdued her and bound her as an aspect. Ooh, that sounds good to me. Yes, and um, let's uh, see. that's a free invoke, so that's a plus two. Okay. So I will also use notorious as a um, uh, my, nice. my my um, my reputation from the Great War. Yep. And so that gives me a five. Nice. She meets your eyes, unflinching for a moment, and then, uh, like, reluctantly, almost disgusted with herself, uh, looks away and down. And says, He will not understand it. Indicating Professor Moak. The secrets of Sharia are not shared with outsiders. Does um, Professor Moak uh, show any indication that he knows anything of what she's talking about? He steps back, uh, kind of like chokes on his brandy a little bit, uh, splutters, and then covers that by like downing the rest in one long shot. He clearly, you know, recognizes something, is startled by something, whatever, and is covering it. Mm-hmm. And we're out of initiative, so you, you all can step in whenever you want. Fine. <laughs> oh, please let me use this line somewhere. She broke down and spoke. What's the matter, Professor? Cat got your tongue? Yes, I... Well... Professor, I think perhaps we should start at the beginning. Uh, perhaps that would be best, he says. Of uh, looking again at the two women in the room, and you know, like he clutches his <laughs> arm. <laughs> I've been attacked by both of them. <laughs> Trixie's yeah. just gonna look at him, raise her hand, and go. Which he does subtly, <laughs> but again, he covers it with bluster, kind of straightening his shoulders, uh, turning his mouth down, 
and uh, then draws a, a smoking jacket to cover his uh, to cover his shirt, which has been like artfully torn just across the <laughs> chest. <coughs> With a flash of manly pecs. <laughs> yes, exactly. He'd be played by uh, like a much younger, much fitter William Shatner in the movie. Oh, oh is Benedict Cumberbatch too young? Yeah. No, that would work. That would All work right. too. <laughs> <laughs> Yay! And uh, he sits down in a chair behind a desk, kind of just pushing a few items aside with his uh, with his foot, and uh, rests heavily for a moment. Looks down at his arm again and shakes his head. Uh, a bit more brandy all around, I think. Why not? I don't think you get any more until you talk. <laughs> hey, it's his brandy. <laughs> <laughs> Good I want to see how. <laughs> I want to see how steady he can hold the glass uh, uh, every time somebody says Sharia. <laughs> yeah, Hank, Hank clanks around the room. Uh, clanks around the room and, and starts pouring out from the, the main uh, the main carafe. Hands one to the hands one to the young lady too. She accepts her hands uh, still bound, but like I, I imagined it maybe being at the wrists or something. Oh, damn, so, that's right. She, she was, she was uh, tied up. Okay, wrists in takes, front. All right. Okay. Yeah, she takes the she takes the cup, uh, gives you a nod, and uh, and sips delicately uh, at the cup. Moek frowns a little. <coughs> Sharia, it's uh. Well, it's something of a of a byword in some parts of the Baltics, particularly uh, Borduria and Saldavia, for uh, any evil cause, anything that misfortune stems from. Uh, I don't know how many crews I lost, how many even supposedly western-educated foreman walked away muttering that name. It's haunted me since I started working in the region. I thought it was all over when I received this. Finally found. Yes. So was this not found during your excavations? No. I never had any luck, curse it. Seems that everything went wrong. You were looking for the Temple of Sharia. Storms, pestilence, an attack by rabid dogs one night. A whole gang of them. Maybe the poor things were just hungry. Yes, that's what I tried to tell people. But you wouldn't... Sharia, Sharia, all the time, talking about that. Just, I had to tell people that I was looking for... uh, buried treasure of all things because if you mention the name Sharia in that part of the world he shakes his head again and now this who are you young lady why did you break into my house she says nothing but looks at uh, looks at Reggie again and says the idol is very dangerous for outsiders I can can attest to that. that 
Yeah. <laughs> Trixie raises her glass. <laughs> so, do you know how this came to be in the professor's possession? Uh-oh. Oh, oh, is he gone? Did we lose the GM? Yep. Oh, dear. No, no, no. No. Maybe, maybe not. No, he's still here. Are you muted? (coughs) We can see you. Sometimes it takes a while. There There it goes. Now he's gone. He's either gone or back. Sometimes he's back by the time the icon goes off. See a little green, a little green. Oh, now that's gone too. Yeah. Oh, boop. oh, there he oh, goes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just had to step into another dimension. What? <laughs> oh yeah, real quick. He went through oh. a tunnel. What? By 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 the way, uh, what is your name to the young woman there? She gives a very slight shake of the head. Uh, what may we call you? She shrugs. Well. <laughs> Can can you tell us how this came to be in the professor's possession? She nods. Yes. My land is being plundered because of the war. Mm-hmm. Where, which, which area are we talking about? GM. Yeah. So um, these are pretty obscure little nations like in the uh, in the Balkan region. Um bordering like uh in the in the region of like the Mediterranean and the Black Sea kind of um Yugoslavia Macedonia yeah yeah sort of place. yeah Yugoslavia Macedonia Borduria Sylvania Transylvania okay. yep uh-huh tiny little principalities really <laughs> okay Uber vault. <laughs> Uber. There is a place in the mountains, formerly a secret place. She looks daggers at Moak. Since it has been discovered, men like this one come to dig the treasures of the earth. They have disturbed powers which my ancestors sealed there in times long past, wiser times. Okay. And Moek is just shaking his head. I don't know if you heard me earlier, but Mm -hmm. uh, on the off chance that he's uh, not repeating himself, superstitious nonsense. I don't know what happened to you he says, looking at you, Trixie, as if it's your fault. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it I'm wasn't... not the one leaving dangerous hunks of stone lying around to be stolen from my uh, my house. That's precisely what it is. A hunk of stone. A gift from an admirer, no doubt, or perhaps a, the estranged... Uh, one of my patrons. He's, so answer, uh, answer me this, Professor. Have you touched it without any wrapping on it? Hmm. No, of course not. Why would I? It's it's delicate soapstone. He kind of looks off to the side. (laughs) 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 Well, why don't you give it a try? 
I think that would be very unwise. Yes. Am I standing it's right a, there beside it? It's a, it's a priceless historical artifact. I'm not and saying it, throw it on the ground. Just saying, you reach don't into that box and unwrap it and go ahead and give it a little fondle. Tell me what it does lady. for you. Young lady, clearly you don't understand scientific matters. Trixie, the fact that the professor will not handle artifacts of this kind without his special gloves um, is probably very fortuitous in this circumstance. Yes, and unfortunately my gloves are at the museum. I don't keep a pair here. Yes. Well, (laughs) I, I believe that someone gave this to the professor expecting him to handle it with his bare hands. I think he should experience it for himself, Reg. <laughs> it was very interesting. I, 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 I look at the young woman and uh, is there someone known to you that would do such a thing? She shakes her head sadly these are evil times violence and foolishness are abroad in the world as they have not been for many many years hmm. and very, <laughs> oh sorry go ahead <laughs> very quietly she says something in uh, some sort of exotic sounding sibilant language it has the cadence of like an idiom or an oft repeated phrase Oh, I've got a great idea. Mm-hmm. I don't. I, I. I don't know if you had something like this in mind, but this would be perfect. Um, so, Professor, did you have any partners for this expedition? Of course. You can't finance an expedition into the remote regions of this part, that part of the world on a university salary. So, my inheritance certainly isn't enough. So partners that came with you on on the expedition were they no. perhaps were they perhaps any Russian gentlemen in your crew? That's <laughs> entirely possible. I don't really look into the uh, national backgrounds as long as the men are qualified. He says, kind of like looking down in a way, speaking very quickly. Mm. Trixie snaps up and looks at Reg. <laughs> I have a suspicion. Reg, are you thinking what I'm thinking? Uh, Am I thinking I, what you're thinking? <laughs> I think you're both thinking what I'm thinking. <laughs> this would be their diabolical, uh, the sort of thing they would do. It's not Boris Moosin Squirrel, is it? Mad monks of Minsk. Not the Mad Monks of Minsk, surely not. <laughs> Say it isn't so. <laughs> this would be right in their backyard. <laughs> and just then, Ba-ba-ba. the shattering of glass. <laughs> <laughs> As through the window jumps a brown robed figure. <laughs> 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 this poor professor. <laughs> All these people leaping into his study. 
Oh yeah. He he um he I think the, I think the word is shrieks <laughs> and throws himself under the desk. Good while like the uh, <laughs> Oh yeah. <laughs> then suddenly a mass crime fighter enters. No. Um, Batman. <laughs> I just missed the professor. <laughs> He, he says in a very slightly different voice. <laughs> <laughs> we we had a, in a superhero game we had a person who did that, but the shtick was that he was terrible at fooling people. <laughs> 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 Just terrible at it. Everyone called it out. Uh, called it out like within thirty seconds. He denied it in the worst ways possible. Just, just really, really bad. It was a lot of fun. Okay, so he shrieks, throws himself under the desk. This brown-robed, burly figure comes up with not one but two spooky, wavy, bladed daggers. Oh, Chris blades. <laughs> yep. Was the woman still tied to the chair? Yes. Okay, my first action is going to be to quickly draw my knife and cut her uh, bond. Thank you, she says, and uh, goes to grab her club. I'm assuming you guys disarmed her. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's you. Uh, Trixie, you're on my internet left. What's next? What mm. do you do? I hurl the brandy glass at the monk and grab the sword cane off the desk where the idiot professor left it. <laughs> Give me a weapons roll. <laughs> and my weapons is plus. Sorry, just have to And then over here. If you can get a five or better, you will have blinded. Well, alas and alack, I have rolled two empties and two negatives, so plus three, so I'm at just plus one. Okay, so you uh, you throw the uh, the snifter, the tumbler, whatever it is. Um, the, the bottle. No, I, I had the a whole bottle. 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 No. Yeah. You uh, you throw this the uh, the snifter. Uh, the monk ducks slightly to the side, but it does distract him momentarily, and you now have the sword cane in your hand. Hank. I'm gonna knock him out with one punch if I can. Ooh. I think you can. You are the fist from the farm. <clears throat> Give me a five or better on fists. Uh, your might is super high, right? Uh, I got uh, my, my might is at three, actually. Okay, so uh, I will give you a plus one on that roll to try and knock him out because you're so strong. Did he have time to put on the armor gloves to go with the rest of the armor? That would be an appropriate aspect. He keeps playing dress up in the corner. No, I, I had to take the gauntlets off in order to pour the brandy without breaking everything. Damn. Okay. No. Uh, a common problem in all our lives. Oh, I love this. That cancels out, that cancels out, but these don't. I love it, too. All right. Just the idea of just... Seven, he comes in, crash, dramatic entrance. Whack. <laughs> I don't... I got an aspect I could tag, but... <laughs> yeah, yeah, please. It's been a long night. All I'm hearing about is cats that make women go crazy. I got a short fuse from bullshit. Yes, you do. <laughs> and this is bullshit. And this is some serious bullshit. This is business. <laughs> This is the business of bullshit. So yeah, that uh, the the actual roll is a, is a plus two. So I add that to the six, so I get uh, 
Although that, that shoe would be very pretty if it was made out of bismuth, wouldn't it? Yeah. It's, anything would be prettier if it was made out of bismuth. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> not some, this is not some poser mineral. <laughs> poser Ugh. mineral. Gag. Gross barf. <laughs> and not some flash in the pan like magnesium. But I'm I can't even, I can't even say that. <laughs> So yeah, he's gonna. Uh, Hank's just gonna step up and say, "All right, let's shorten this party." <laughs> <laughs> so you have a grand total of eight. <laughs> wow. Ten if I add the aspect short fuse for bullshit. <laughs> His head turns sharply to the side, his lower jaw going off at like a different angle to the rest of his head and neck. His eyes kind of roll up, but super fast, like he's kind of like throwing them back into his own head. He very distinctly says, blurp, and then falls down. (laughs) His compatriot, who was just climbing in through the window... Mm-hmm. Sees this, clearly thinks better of of his chances, and makes a break for it. Back repelling nowhere across the room. Uh, repelling it down the side oh. of the building. Okay, I guess I need to take a shot at him if I can. Okay, can I get to the window fast enough to try? I think you probably can. Okay. This is going to be a guns roll. Yeah, I don't think we've ever actually killed. Are, they, are these guys like like uh, the Mad Monks, kind of like um, um, what, what do you call them in, in um, not goons? Um, mooks. Mooks. Yeah, there's just a never-ending number of them. Well, you don't see like swarms of them crawling around outside. Well, not, not at the moment, but usually. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. It would depend on the story and everything else, of course. And okay. to a certain degree, it would depend on you guys, because you, you know, you guys established the, the Mad Monks. So a lot of the details would be up to you. They always oh. travel in twelves. <laughs> did, you, did you just do that to us? I would never. I would never. You didn't really. <laughs> I would never oh, do that. You did not just do that to us. That was a joke. Okay, good. That's fine. Wacka wacka. <laughs> they they appear one by one. <laughs> oh, God. Okay, no. so yes, what you see is a brown road figure, um, head down, running at breakneck speed. Let's see. Want to kill him or do you want to wound him? Let's see. It's air speed. Let's see. Is there a wind? <laughs> Mm-hmm. The rain, you know, a bit of, bit of a storm, making your quick mental calculations almost instinctively. You bring the rifle to bear and... The dice cancel out. So I'm going to go ahead and tag uh, my uh, learned shooting from Quigley. And so that gives me a seven. Okay. More than enough to get any kind of effect you want. Um... Is I mean, you could knock someone out with a seven. Yeah. By, sh- by shooting them just right in the head. That would that would be my goal. Yes. 
Okay. So you just kind of gently crease the brain pan. You know, just a, just a little crease. As he gently falls off to the left. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I'm going to run out and try to reach him before anybody else does. Um. <laughs> okay. So, oh, oh, oh. Goes Reggie. I'm, I, uh, but, but before I leave the room, I'm going to look at the, the woman who was puzzling with the uh, professor at first and say, come along with me. She nods and uh, heads out, uh, almost leading the way. Okie dokie. So, you're off. So there goes Reggie and the mystery woman. Mm-hmm. Two of you. Okay, <laughs> I know you already ruined one pa- one one uh, one one leg stocking. Can uh, can I trouble you for the other? <laughs> and I I picked the uh, I picked the silk stocking off the chair that was left by the uh, by the mystery woman, and I start tying. Oh, I was <laughs> I'm sorry, I was like already I was I was uh, I was stripping off the other one. <laughs> I think you're gonna need this. <laughs> Excellent. Absolutely. Yeah. Listen, you, you you know how to tie. You, I'm, I'm positive you must have tied your brothers up once or twice, just to keep them from uh, getting at your diary. <laughs> I'll take care of them. Uh, I'll put I'll put this guy's hands behind his back, and bind him up real good with something constrictor if you can get his feet. Is it Not I, a problem? Are either of you concerned with the fact that Reggie just ran off with someone who, until very recently, was an adversary? Yeah, instinctually, I trust Reggie implicitly. Also, I'm not all that sure the professor's the good guy here. Okay. Dude, guys that bust through a window wielding blades, though, that's a different story. (laughs) Plus, I got a respect for any woman that can clock me that solid with a little cudgel. It's all right, so in short, it's all right in professor. Short order, <laughs> you can come out from okay. under the desk. <laughs> he uh, he comes out, looks like kind of dusts himself off, looks around. His like his muscles are so tense that like his head is shaking a little when he looks around, and then wild-eyed, he says, "What's going on?" Well, you got nothing to worry about. The brandy's still fine. My window! My things! My life! <laughs> he sits down heavily, grabs the brandy, puts one brow, one uh, hand to his brow, and like massages that while he stares like just kind of wide-eyed at the floor, and uh, slugs back, slugs back brandy, repours, drinks the next one. Yeah, none of it may seem very archaeological to you, but you stirred up a hornet's nest. That's for sure. As he pours the brandy, camera cut to Reggie. (laughs) Perfect. Perfect. Outside, I do not know these men, the woman says, putting out one booted foot. And, uh, like, just rolling the monk over. Mm-hmm. He clearly is one of the mad monks of Minsk. You can mm-hmm. tell this because... Mm-hmm. Guys? <laughs> I'm trying to remember what we knew about these guys. 
Well, they, Otherwise, I'm just gonna. They blew up so Trixie's long. mentor, I think, didn't they? What was that story? I all I've got is uh, I've got I've got where'd it go? I've got where the hell that go? It's within your book, is that right? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. It was oh, book eight, uh, novel two. Reggie's. Oh no, yours was Alphonse Alphonse the Aztec. I was part of that, right? Yes. Novel Alphonse, one. Yes. Thanks. <laughs> Um, I love that name. In, in the night of the Chupacabra, right? <laughs> and oh, I think I actually do have a backstory with it. I'm so sorry. Hang on one second. I'll find it. Not that you need it, but um, I will. I've got because I've got my little description. Yeah, it's fine. Part of my idea also is stuff like this uh, is good for refamiliarizing yourself with the character. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, this is because this was from so long ago. Uh, blah 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 blah. Not squeamish. Na, 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 na. Oh. No, this seems to have been just coming up with the idea. Well, didn't we use them in another adventure? Uh, uh, I, I'm not. I thought we might have. Been it's been so many. There have been. There have been quite a few. I don't know that we ever have. Oh, hey, here's my weakness. I'm overconfident. Oh wait, that was <laughs> that was Wushu. I guess we took it and we we boiled it down for Wushu. Oh yeah, that was fun. <laughs> Whoopsies. Um, I don't seem to have any more information on the Mad Monks of Minsk. Okay, so then this is exactly what you would what you would expect. They are my nemesis. They are my nemes nemesi. <laughs> and nemesis. I say I'll make mincemeat of those Mad Monks of Minsk. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah, you got. You got a like a, a broad-faced gentleman, uh, nose like a potato, been broken a million times, uh, teeth are missing. Or were they from the Terror of Tunguska? Yes. There you go. Trixie yeah. Twoheart, the Terror of Tunguska. Tunguska. <laughs> Tunguska. <laughs> that makes a lot more sense now. Yes. Got to get that story. Those dirty rats. I can't get away with that. Dressed to killer mame. That's where all of this information came from. Mad monks of Minsk are my nemesis, and mm-hmm. I met you and Hank on a haunted archaeological dig, and we met Nick as a child at a birthday party where he had a mysterious box. <laughs> a mysterious box. <laughs> a mysterious say. box that Nick had. Yes, Nick had a mysterious box. It boggles the mind. <laughs> okay, sorry, all done now. Boggles the mind. <laughs> do you guys remember that commercial? It was like a Pepsi commercial or something. Do you know what I'm going to do to you? <laughs> so. <laughs> no? <laughs> I, I remember that one. That wasn't the double rainbow, was it? No, no, no. This was years and years and years ago. Um, anyway, so yeah, uh, fa- uh, nose like a potato, um, broad, rough features. His teeth are like missing, and when they're not missing, they are various shades of brownish yellow, uh, scraggly beard, um, a brand on one cheek. Clearly one of the acolytes of the monks, uh, mad monks of Minsk. <laughs> and uh, the mystery woman says, uh, as she's rolling him over with one oh. foot, I do not know these men. And she looks at you questioningly. Um, they are just the sort who would use your heritage to do evil and to distract and foment chaos. <sighs> she spits off to the side, and then, a quick as a snake, a knife appears in her hand, and she is moving to slit this guy's throat. 
best that we see if he knows anything before. She stops just short, looks up at you. This is your land. I will follow your rules. And she she's the knife and stands back. That's always best. The uh, local police have a dim view of finding um, people with their throat slit here and there. Okay, so we, we, we're going to grab him and drag him back. Okay. <laughs> Each take a leg. <laughs> <laughs> Just up the stairs. Bonding, bonding while dragging a bag out among the Minsk. Yeah, really. <laughs> Don't usually get to spend my Saturday nights like this. How about you? <laughs> <laughs> Haven't had this much fun in years. <laughs> thump, thump, thump up the stairs. Go to skill. Oh, Reggie's back. <laughs> <laughs> and by the time they've uh, by the time they've managed to set the, set the two of these mad monks together, uh, bound and gag on, maybe they used a rope pull or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, all of, uh, Hank will have uh, finished replacing the uh, suit of armor. They stuck him in back on its stand, relatively un- undamaged. <sighs> Dimitri. Oh, who's? Oh, uh, the, the, the professor? Says, the professor yeah. recognizes him. Uh-huh. Oh, I see. And uh, what do you know of this Dimitri, professor? He was one of the diggers. Mm. When we were looking for the temple. A hard-working man. He was superstitious like the others. He wasn't afraid. He seemed a solid and reliable sort. Well, he had sense enough to try and get away when he saw what was up in this room. Why would he come here with this man to murder me? I think you're jumping to conclusions there, Professor. You don't know he was here to murder you. Am I? Everyone else seems to have been tonight. Yeah, you may be part of academia there, Doc, but you got, you're really lousy at pattern recognition. <laughs> let's focus on let's focus on one little thing here that's going on in this room. First of all, we got a trained reporter who knows how to write down stories, go after the leads, and defend herself, and got, and is level-headed and very competent. All of a sudden, she turns into a sniveling, snarling, white-hot ball of, of feline terror. Thank you very much, much Amazing Stories. Thank you. <laughs> very good. Very good. Thank you. Thank you, Amazing <laughs> Stories. And and and, <laughs> and that is, believe me, is not something that happens to her even after she's had some schnapps. Uh, hysteria. Uh, very funny. <laughs> the female constitution is not suited to these kinds of stresses. Um, female Her constitution. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> relax there, Trixie. This guy's this guy's denser than soapstone. And he also is uh, is clearly like just like groping around for any kind of defense or other uh, explanation. I'm done arguing with the stupid. You're beating me with experience. Okay, well, a, p- a pattern seems to be emerging of what's going on here. If I, and uh, basically, if I may, I believe that these gentlemen who were helping yes. to excavate... thank you. Someone sensible. These gentlemen who were helping to excavate the archaeological site gave the... Uh, let's see. 
gave the professor this statue by subterfuge, hoping that he would be overcome by its evil, leaving them free to ransack the rest of the temple, not knowing that he would handle the thing properly, thereby avoiding the curse, and take this back to the United States, only for them to discover that that, in fact, was the most valuable thing that was in the temple. And now here they are to try and recover it. How does that sound? That sounds like that deserves like a musical sting. <laughs> yeah. And then a, a narrator saying, join us next week to learn. <laughs> <laughs> and then the monks self-destruct. <laughs> For no reason. Just they, they sit here in a puff of life. Blow up. <laughs> anyway, there might be more to it, of course. Oh. I'm, that I'm was... serious about that. I think that seems like a, a good place to leave it. Because that's freaking brilliant. That is freaking brilliant. Brilliant. Mm-hmm. So they mailed him the main prize to get him out of the way, not knowing it was the main freaking prize. Right. <laughs> Would they feel silly when they figured it out? Or whoever they're working for. Cut, cut back to Monk headquarters. You stupid You you mailed him what? Idiot! Idiot! Go and get it! I can't believe you were so stupid. The team leader says you will go and recover the statue. <laughs> Do not fail me this time. <laughs> Yes, you can use your Chris blades. <laughs> <laughs> he's just—he's walking around with the two. He's been walking around with those things, just waving them around for weeks. I cannot wait until I pull these out to threaten people with. I cannot wait. <laughs> Scary, but ultimately ineffective. <laughs> I love this kid. I cannot tell him no. <laughs> <laughs> I can't stay mad at you. Look at that face. Take your Chris knives. Look at the face. <laughs> they are so cute when they when they wave those things about. <laughs> when you come back, we will split that pot of kasha. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's, that's excellent. That's oh. a perfect. That's a perfect plot hook. That's an excellent yep. plot hook. Really, really good cliffhanger for that too. <laughs> Brilliant all around. And the professor is 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 the exact mix of of uh, uh, scientific stuck upness and pigheadedness that uh, that just it, it works. It works. He's a great foil for like what's actually happening. That's terrific. Oh, great. Good. Thank you. Oh. Yeah, yeah, that was a lot of fun, man. Mm-hmm. And we're, we're, we're and we're not even close to out of whole cloth. We got plenty of whole cloth. <laughs> yeah. And now we've got uh, um, some magnificent oh, this, story to go with it. And there's still some plenty of room for my story to be complete cheesecloth too. You got, you got. Who is it? Aniyaki. What, what's the name of your spirit? Aniyaki. Yes. Aniyaki. Yeah. Uh, uh, that was the first thing that came to my head as soon as I saw. Uh, 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 the cat vision and cat stature. It's like if there's something seriously 
uh, if there's some kind of force to be contended with here, uh, these two suckers are going to be combating one well, way or when, another. When they, when they were talking about cat statues for a minute, I was thinking they were uh, excavating in Egypt. That's why I was surprised it was in um, Eastern Europe. So, um, other, otherwise, I would think it might be a connection. I think well, the pres- actually... professor will fill you all in about all of that stuff, the various connections, et cetera. You know, they laughed at me in academia, that kind of thing. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> and plus, uh, plus, um. We really the... need Nick for this, too. Ah, <laughs> laugh. The British, hey, he can just, you know, he can join us. I hope but so. The, um, the, the British weren't the first. Weren't the first people to go around uh, bringing stuff from one country to another that didn't precisely belong to them, but nobody was looking. They were just very good at it. They were just very good at it. They recognized archaeological value while everybody else was just trying to, like, feed their families mm-hmm. in the local area. But um, Plus, they thought it would look nice in the parlor, you know. Yeah. But no doubt centuries before them, <laughs> other folks were doing the same thing. And Oh, yeah, the, the, Fr- the French and the Germans were there before the British, definitely. Oh, hell, the Romans. The Romans were known for <laughs> scavenging every damn thing, taking it on back to Rome, you know, put it in the Writing the initials <laughs> on pyramid. Exactly. <laughs> oh, excuse me. It wasn't nailed down, and some of it that was. Yep. <laughs> So there's no surprise that stuff like this would end up in the Baltics, too. Nah. Ah, I see. That's interesting. That's very interesting. I like it. Yeah. Yay! Yay! That's probably, that's probably very different from what you originally intended. I didn't know. It just seemed or to make connection to my head. Or was it? I, I, I know. Some of the best games I ever ran were just listening to the players talk about what they thought was going on. <laughs> going, wow, that's not right. bad. <laughs> yeah, it could go that way. Why not? Sure. Perfect. That came up a lot, I think, when you guys were playing. Uh, you were playing some game. Um, it was fringeworthy, I think. And every so often, oh, yeah. Mickey, you would start talking about the various horrible things that would be lying in wait. <laughs> <laughs> and you could like hear him going ooh yeah somebody else start going shut up shut up shut up yeah, yeah. stop giving him ideas <laughs> but it could be there oh god it wasn't gonna be till you said something stop That's reminding right. him that the ceiling is in <laughs> darkness <laughs> yes I forgot about horrible I think you were talking about horrible acid spraying things at one point yes. <laughs> shut up shut up shut up <laughs> shut up <laughs> As a matter of fact, <laughs> no! <laughs> when you get three or four very creative people around the table, what are you going to do? <laughs> you give them fate points. That's what you do. <laughs> right. Because that's exactly what the um, what the fate point or what the fate system is designed to help reward is that kind of thing. Like, oh, okay, yeah. Take that. You're making your life more difficult. You're creating a good story. Get some points to use in the game for that, and I will absolutely run with it. Yeah, I'm glad I'm feeling it this night. I'm usually too restrained because of uh, how I started off with normal uh, role-playing. I guess, quote-unquote, normal role-playing. No, you're right. It's normal role-playing. Or, as I prefer to call it, uh, real (laughs) role-playing. Well, you had Lamb. Yeah. Clearly. Everyone knows that lamb is good for the brain and the creative juices. <laughs> oh, no, oh, with your lamb chop? <laughs> oh, no, it wasn't a lamb chop. It was a pork chop. Oh. Oh, okay. 
Oh, like, yeah, that's right. We were talking about so many cute, cuddly, slash delicious <laughs> little animals today. Yeah, <laughs> the lamb was something else entirely. <laughs> yep, <it's... laughs> I'm surprised I didn't think it was duck. Because <laughs> <No. laughs> that <laughs> poor Anna having to, having to ride herd on a duck. <laughs> I know, but all night. All night. I'm glad they didn't do a story with a leopard in it. That would have been a challenge. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's, it's kind of. I was thinking about uh, listening to you talk about having these animals in plays. Sometimes I wonder why they just did use toy animals. You know, even if it's on wheels. Because yeah, it's they just did. a stand-in, right? Because, they did. Well, uh, when, when they are forced into it, but you get certain creative teams, i.e. directors and whatnot, who want <laughs> real, 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 you know, just like the movie. Yeah, yeah. But we're not a movie. We're a stage production. It's not one shot in the can, and you know, even if it took you three days, and then you can send the thing home. Hello, yeah. So it's it's an ongoing battle. It, it reminded me of that when they were talking about the theater in uh, Shakespeare and Love, about how plays are always nice when you have a dog on stage. <laughs> I agree. Yeah, there's not a whole lot that isn't improved by the presence of a nice, friendly dog. I'm the man in the moon, this is my bush, and this is my dog. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> What's that from? Um, that's from um, um, Midsummer Night's Dream. Yeah. I'm the man in the moon, and this is the man in the moon's dog. That's <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Yeah. That's one that I have neither ever seen nor read, unless it was one of those bullshit, um, daring interpretations. You know, oh, where no. it's, oh, it's set in jazz age, no, New Orleans. Look, go ahead and go ahead and look up the one with um, um, Kevin Klein and Michelle Pfeiffer. You absolutely, know. absolutely. That great. I'll check that out. Yeah, that's a good one to see live too. Hmm. That's a good live Shakespeare show. I, I think one of the first Shakespeare things I actually watched was when they had that um, Midsummer Night's Dream in the park from uh, New York. Mm-hmm. It was on public television. Oh, nice. Mm-hmm. Is that the one that had Tracy Ullman? At, oh, no, that's uh, Taming the Shrew. <laughs> it was Tracy Ullman and, uh, and Morgan Freeman. Morgan Freeman was Petruchio and Tracy Ullman was Kate. Oh, neat. Oh, that was, uh, like, uh, God, that was 30 years ago, I guess. That's a hard one to watch from a female's perspective unless oh, you oof. get the, uh, the, the, the physical humor and gestures just right. Other than that, man, that one's, that one's hard. Oh, there's some blatant <laughs> shit in there. I mean, they, they, like, they seldom do it. Where it came from, it, it's just like, oh! <laughs> but I did see a production once that, uh, they they pulled it off because of her, uh, because of what they allowed Kate to do, and mm-hmm. you know, and her 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 body language and stuff like that. And at the very end, when when she's all submissive, yes, my lord, yes, my lord, and, and then she had this wonderful moment because the, the audience is like, no, no, don't let him do it. And she had this wonderful moment where he turns away and he's looking a little smug, and she gave this like big giant wink to the audience yeah. or whatever. Uh, uh, yeah. uh, <laughs> so I mean it, that's what saved it, but um, they they seldom did. That's a tough yeah. It's a tough thing to pull off socially. The other one is Merchant of Venice. Holy crap! 
Oh, oh boy, yeah. yeah Holy was... crap! Was, you, you you won't find. I mean, it's still counted as a classic, but anti-Semitism. Holy shit! Oh yeah. I saw a production of it when I was in high school. Uh, it was uh, it was um, um, not Bob Fosse. Who the hell was the the big time ex Navy? They all came out of the Navy. Not Bob Fosse. What the hell is it? Yeah, that's who wears Navy. Nikki. A lot of <laughs> theater greats. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Why? What of it? Why? No, um, it's Was she in South Pacific? I'm blanking. It's one of the most famous New York Shakespearean, Shakespearean theaters uh, established. Anyway, they, they did it, and they got away with it because of how damn good Shylock was. They got a real, real kick-ass Shylock, and they, and they played it very That's where the term Shylock well. comes from. Yeah, yeah, Merchant of Venice. And you often hear it used in an anti-Semitic way. Okay. Uh, yes. As if, you know, it, 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 that's the foundation of the play, for, for you know. The beast can be taught. If they, if they... <laughs> Pointy enough stick. <laughs> All right. I like where this is going. It's also one of the, it's also one of the plays that they concentrate on to convince uh, people that this whole idea of one guy named William Shakespeare... Uh, uh, writing this, all these plays is uh, is a crock of shit. Or if it was one guy, then he he was at least uh, a lawyer, or associated with uh, with a, a much higher cast of people or a class of people than Shakespeare himself ever would have been. Because <laughs> she gets it right. She really gets it right, Portia, the the Portia. woman that comes by. Portia, mercy is not strained. That's the only line I know. As for some reason, it's the only line everybody knows. Well, she legally kicked yep. the guy's ass with his own contract, which is like the the nice the the denouement of it. But mm-hmm. the handling of the uh, whole spoiler alert, Anum. Oh, <laughs> oh shit. It's been 450 years. I wonder if anybody's seen it yet. <laughs> oh, man. Damn it. I, I was just going to read that, too. Oh, now it's all ruined. Now it's all ruined for you. He's the strongest female character he wrote, period, in all of his, in, in all of his works. He's, he's the, the top. And that must have been... Uh, they must have had a really strong guy doing... Uh, a really strong performer doing uh, women at the time that it was it was written. <clears throat> How do we get into that, Richard? Uh, we were talking about uh, Shakespeare. Shakespeare. Andrew, Andros mentioned uh, some uh, something you saw. We were talking about the dog. The dogs, right? Midsummer. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah, the Kevin Klein version of Midsummer Night's Dream is fantastic because uh, the the play within the play the 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 classic Pyramus and Thisbe performed by the uh, rude tradesmen of the town as a tribute to the Duke. Rude artisans. Rude Who are, are, it's like amateur, it's like amateur uh, uh, community theater uh, coming together to do something for the Duke. And the the cool part about it is they, they pull it off. And they pull it off really, really well. 
actually every production I've ever seen, that is one of the most kind of glorious, wonderful little... I don't even know how they do it, how the actors manage it, because, yes, you're meant to be a complete and utter failing yokel, and yet they always... I've seen what, three or four or five productions. I've worked on two of them, I think. And that moment is always wonderful. Well, they, they, you know, they're always kind of talking to their audience, which is the people in the play, but it comes across as talking to the actual audience. So mm-hmm. they kind of they forge it's a connection. Charming. It's charming, yeah. and it's and it, you know touching and everything, and then and then you're back, and then it's like the the magic snaps, and I mean that's really a glorious. The original breaking of the fourth wall, absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. By, by once removed, in fact, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. Yes, don't hesitate. Rush out and watch yourself some Midsummer's Night's Dream. Yeah. <laughs> That's the thing. I, I, I own the Midsummer Night's Dream. I own the um, um, What to Do What to Do About Much to Do About Nothing and the uh, Henry V. I saw Much to Do About Nothing, and I want to say Tim Curry was in it. Uh, no. Um, what's his name? Kevin um, uh, Kenneth Branagh. Kenneth Branagh, but he means the, the guy who was the comedian playing the uh, guardsman. So oh, Mike, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Michael Keaton. Michael Keaton, right. Oh, yeah, yeah, basically Tim Curry. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's the hair. My, Michael Keaton as Beetlejuice, as Dog's, dog's Breath, Dog's Berry. <laughs> yeah, reprising his role as Beetlejuice. Uh, dog's Berry, the strangely effective night watchman. Uh, <laughs> That's that was Kenneth Branagh directed, and isn't that the one with um, oh bugger, 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 uh, head of the the men folk? Yes, that is how it's pronounced. <laughs> Denzel Washington. Denzel Washington. Okay, so I, I, maybe this is like a female thing. I'm not sure, but it, it opens with Denzel and his boys, and they're all dressed in these wonderful blue leather outfits, and they're riding horses across the field, right. riding riding. I like this. Fabulous fabulous leather pants and the girls are all like oh they're coming they go get ready who cares who cares man they looked amazing hey the fleece in town outfits that's all i'm saying yeah, yeah. that's a very good production too yeah, yeah. i love the yeah, the yeah the set the set the um what are, what are the, the villa where they filmed the thing is gorgeous mm. It was the leather pants, actually, that were quite fabulous. <laughs> never, never mind the countryside, the olive trees, the villa, the sunlight. The tight leather pants. <laughs> it was the tight leather pants, that's what it is. There was quite a lot of that, yes. <laughs> Very manly. The, um, Richard, Richard Five? Richard Five, right? Is that what you're saying? That was, the, uh, that was Kenneth Branagh with, um, as him starring, right? Uh, and, he, he was. And, he and was. Uh, this is when Kenneth. he and Emma Thompson were still married. And Emma Thompson is the queen. No, she was the princess. Princess, princess right. at the end. Their scene at that—that's the only thing I remember about that whole movie—is their scene at the very end because it's so beautifully where, done. Where he can't talk French and she can't talk English. Yeah. But <laughs> but their but their body language and, and interaction is just great. Yeah. That's what I remember about them. I, Oh, and of course, his St. Crispin Day speech. St. Crispin's Day. We, we, few, we, band of brothers. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's one of those that, like, you know, even if, like, (laughs) you've never seen (laughs) the play. I know. That's where I was trying to explain to somebody the other day about uh, the Welsh and leeks. (laughs) Right. That was two weeks ago we were talking about that. Oh, were we? Okay. Yeah, we were uh, we were talking about... I didn't realize it was you guys. Okay. <laughs> it was Lilac. 
It was wearing the lilac in, from a fictional, from the Discworld oh, yeah, novel. because I didn't right. know what that was. Yeah. From, from Did you go back in and read the damn Terry Pratchett books so you're, you're Look, up to Look, I have speed. read some Terry Pratchett yeah, books. Not okay. the right ones, apparently. <laughs> apparently. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't got the Brannock uh, Henry V. I just have the Olivier one. Oh. Not a big fan of Henry V. I'm sorry. It's like you know, you, you talk a good game, dude. But as soon as everybody gets home, it's like you know, back, back to work. The armor yeah. was very good in the Kenneth Branagh version. Oh, I bet it was. Mm-hmm. I bet it was. I just, uh, I, I just get pissed off at a guy that's like, all right, now I'm going to convince you all to risk your lives and get blood, terrible, bloody wounds because yeah. you're all so yeah. noble and brave. And yeah, you're, you're going to be my brother when you fight with me today, you brave, yeah. wonderful you people. You're going to be my buddy for the rest of your life. You That's know? right. Exactly. Until we get home, then I'm going to kick your ass into the stable. And <laughs> If I remember correctly from history, he actually left a lot of them there. I would be a bit surprised. I'm so glad that we've advanced to the point where we've moved beyond that kind of behavior from our leaders. That's right. Hyper-entitled sociopaths no longer make use of the rest of the population. Oh, wait a minute! Don't worry, we are well on our way to the point where they won't need any kind of people or consent. You just set a factory to produce your army. And uh, you're good to go. You can go, you know, fight whatever war you want, whenever you want. Hmm. I'm going to go work in the army factory. That okay. sounds great. <laughs> I want to work in the army factory, too. But if you get up to speed with Midsummer's Night Dream, then you can go back and you can read Terry Pratchett's Lords and Ladies, and it will make ever so much more sense. More sense, yes. Oh, That's yeah. True. I, I think I avoided that one because of the kinds of people who were insisting that I read it. That <laughs> <laughs> okay. they, were, they were probably that, telling you to read it for the wrong reasons because it, yeah, it, it obviously like, doesn't hold right true. Reasons. I'm not talking about uh, current company, of course, but yeah. you know, <laughs> the kinds of people who were very much into the whole like Faye thing, and you know, and all the the kind of people who who know with without having to look it up that it's called she. <laughs> and they and they and they want you, that, okay? and they want you to know it that they know it. Nobody cares about that as long as you read the damn book. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so I was like, huh? No, I, I think I'm going to avoid this one because it seems like it maybe did something well, to you. The, the, the word is pretentious. Yeah. Obvious. Did you read any of the witches' books? Of the few Probably. That you tried? No, you'd remember. Or you, if, well, if you did and you didn't remember them, then they didn't catch you and I would stop nagging you. The Weird Sisters, definitely. Weird Sisters is the yeah. first one. I remember those characters. <laughs> and I think I read Lords and Ladies because I, I think I remember liking that they had their, like their fae or whatever and they were not cool. They were not nice. <laughs> Elves right. are bad. Which is how it's supposed to be from like the old folklore and stuff, right? Very close it to it. It has a little bit that says elves are terrific. They're terrifying. Elves are awesome. They inspire awe. Elves are... Oh, I forget what all the like how you twist the words, how they sat the word sounds right. good, but the real meaning yeah. is they inspire awe, they are awful. That's they what are it is, terrific, right? they inspire terror. Terror, that's what it is. They are <laughs> right. inspire terror. Right. Yeah, elves are bad. <laughs> 
Well, but fine. Never mind. Yeah. Obviously, it didn't catch you the way it should have. You need to, uh, title bite. You need to make a note. Right, okay, right down. Stand, standing by to make notes. Midsummer Night's Dream. Oh, I got that noted already. Okay, and um, Weird Sisters. Which is not Lords and Lady. Which is not Lords and Ladies, so it's had, still Shakespearean. It comes, it comes before yeah. it in the chronology. I, yeah. I remember reading this, and I'm pretty sure I read Lords and Ladies because I remember having a discussion with someone. Uh, and this will have meaning to a, a small and sad cross-section of the population over whether or not Terry Pratchett was an autumn person. Ah. Oh. Huh. Um, the the uh, Weird Sisters is the one that's roughly based on Macbeth. Roger that. Okay, yeah. I'll check that out. And probably will remember once I get into it, that's or I won't, in which case I'm, uh, I'm, I will find it delightful. Hey, you got three witches, right? Yeah. <laughs> But if you liked them, then there's one that you could get towards Carpe Jugulum, which is really fabulous. That sounds awesome. I love the name already. And it's <laughs> not the guy, that guy, uh, Venturi or whatever his name is. No, it's not oh, Lord Veterinary. Veterinary. Right? <laughs> not Veterinary. Yeah. No, it's still the witches. It's the witches. But, you know, either the witches catch you or they don't catch you. He's, he's, Veterinary's in a lot of the books, but he's usually the person moving the plot along by poking the protagonist in the back with a pointy stick. <laughs> I really remember, um, uh, it's not called Jingo, or maybe it, it is. It is Jingo. So, yes, it's yeah, exactly that funny. really resonated, because um, I, I thought Fighting it was very... the island of Schlepp. <laughs> very insightful, but not in the way where, like, you know, some people, when they write insightful stuff... It's like they might as well put the word insight with big arrows pointing to stuff. Author's message, like, author's message, author's message. Yes, little footnotes <laughs> that say, I'm so clever. Yeah. That kind of thing. You know, it didn't have any of that feeling to it. Ah. And I also really enjoyed, there's one where we meet this uh, a troll character, mm -hmm. and like we get to know, I want to say him, and like he kind of is like sort of becomes accepted, I think, as part of the watch. Yeah, probably men at arms. Uh, men at arms. Did he have to? Yeah. He have to learn to get along with a dwarf. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, that was is men that, at arms. Is yeah. that where we meet Carrot? Yeah, you don't meet Carrot, Carrot there, but Carrot well, plays there. a very important part. Yeah, Carrot, Carrot appears in guards, guards. Yeah, guards, guards. guards yeah, the troll thing is the the troll thing is the tritus. Yes, which is a beautiful name. It's also one of my favorite words. Um, and I, I really liked the characterization, and I thought that there was a real tenderness and love for humanity in those books. Like, look at us with all our crazy foibles and how, how weird we are and the cool things we do and the bad things that we do. And it really felt like uh, Mr. Pratchett, Sir Pratchett? Yep. yep, he became a yeah. server. It, it really felt like Sir Pratchett just loved people, and yeah. so, so that's, that stuff. Yeah, those with that me. chunk of books that has that definitely running through it. Yeah, he, absolutely. He, he is definitely one for kind of putting little social lessons in the books, but not beating you over the head with secular it. humanist. Yes. Secular humanist. Well, yeah, there's that. Yeah, yeah. The, the, yes, the gods one. exist, but you don't have to go around believing in them. <laughs> just to make things worse. <laughs> It just encourages them. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Just you know, you know they're there. Whatever. Yeah. The, and that's funny. Throw rocks through your window. The um, 
I think the witches' books, I think, has that thread as well, but the witches' books revolve a little bit more around uh, fictional themes mm-hmm, than mm-hmm. the guards' books. The guards are almost a little bit more mystery-oriented in a way, in their own way. Yeah, the witches are kind of making fun of fairy tales. Or, or other other story like they're they're based in a story. So like first there's Macbeth, and then it is fairy tales in general. Right. Fairy tale trope for witches abroad, and then it's uh, then it's Lords and Ladies, which is Midsummer's Night's Dream, and then it's Masquerade. It's a little side detour, and that Sound is fabulous because it's musicals and opera. Uh-huh. <laughs> and yeah. That one's really great. The and wh- then it's back for um, Carpe Jugulum. Right. Nice. Yeah, the watch always has issues of uh, of gender and um, and race that they're dealing with subtly. Yeah, and, yeah. That and, is the running theme. That is the running theme through the through the uh, through the watch novels. It's the the difficulties of assimilation, no matter who you are. Yeah. And through oh, the witches, there's class stuff in there too. I forgot about that. Yeah, the witches, yeah. the witches novels are uh, the invasion of of the familiar by the unfamiliar and powerful. In one form or another, it's the invasion of your home turf. The witches are, were always the guardians of the liminal. They were always out on the borders. They were always helping with transitions from one state to another, and they kept watch. And when They're something, on the edge. yeah, they were on the edge. And when something came in to invade their home, their turf, their thing, their peace of mind, which uh, meant everybody's because that's what they were protecting. Then they dealt with it. You see, if That's we have any right list- me, yeah. if we have any listeners who are in high school, we've just given them lots of good ideas for term papers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's <laughs> source one. There's a significant body of work behind Sir Pratchett. Um, I'm looking at a shelf. No, I'm looking at two shelves loaded Don't with all. Don't hesitate to contact me, and I'll tell you the better ones because they all have value. Yeah, they're not all gems, but uh, as a body of work, they're impressive. More yeah. resonating than others. Yeah. Some animals are more equal than others. Yeah. That's right. Oh, oh my God, Reaper Man. Yeah. Oh yeah, I'd like to lie the stories with death. Oh yeah. The death stories are fabulous, but Reaper Man is Reaper Man is one that I read every year. That's my. Huh? John Henry. One. Hmm? That's the legend of John Henry. Ah, so that incorporates that. That's true. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, yeah, it's like moving pictures made a whole lot more sense the second time I read it than the first time I read it. <laughs> uh, I don't know how to tell you this, but you can't read moving pictures, man. Oh, that is a good dog. <laughs> yeah, really? Oh, we had the, the dog gas pod. <laughs> but yeah, but the the ones that are that are super humanistic, those are the ones that really get to me. I think. Yeah, because it because he doesn't beat you over the head with it. It's and there. We're a, we're it's a hard there, group and it to love. In, and then poof. Anyway. Yeah. But you either like them or you don't. And if you don't, I forgive you. <laughs> you're a terrible human being, but you know. Yeah, and, and, you know, it's okay, but I still forgive you. <laughs> Yay. Adam, Adam, have you read uh, Terry Pratchett's last novel? The kind of Raising Steam? No, 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 no. The one that was published after he died. Shepherd's Crown. Shepherd's Crown. No, I haven't gotten to that one. It's, un- it's unfortunately not really as 
polished, as finished as it could have been because he was in the middle of it when he died. But um, interesting. That does story. make it tough to do that final also, edit. I'm sorry, but I mean that disease had affected his writing style to me mm. so much. The subtlety had really, for me, the subtlety had been burned away. Yeah, even raising steam was uh, uh, Shit. was not not his best. And and what came was just before that? Yeah. It was the drug oh, running uh, one. Oh, snuff. Snuff. Yeah, and, and that one I was like, um. Yeah, I couldn't. I couldn't. I read that one, but I've I've not been able to finish raising steam. Sort of had the impression they had a lot more potential that didn't get used in it. Well, they had. They 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 became. He, he almost he Mary sued his characters. He uh, he turned them is it into like they were extreme inserts or no no not himself. But I mean the, he just overpowered all of them. He, he it's like he had a very very interesting set of characters that were working within uh, a framework. Um. And then he he broke them. He overpowered them. That's true. In raising steam, I, I well, actually in snuff too. And snuff, he, he set, yeah. He set up a situation, and then I didn't quite get how they got from everyone was in a lot of trouble to okay, everything's good now. Oh, that's something I find with almost uh, like all the fantasy I've run into. Pretty much, it seems like uh, I've had really bad luck, mm. and it seems to be a very common thing with like. Uh, bad fantasy in general, which seems to be about all I can find. If they go on, yeah, if they go on long enough. It's it's it 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 it, it can it has the potential to degenerate into its own fanfic. Mm-hmm. Uh, but so I think a lot of that was the disease too, kind of. Yeah, yeah. Because like, I mean, there had been such a number of them for so many years. Uh, though there were, you know, there were one-offs that didn't work for me at all, like Unseen Academicals. That, that I mean, there are characters in there that you recognize and everything, and his themes are there. But that one, those to me are outliers. Mm. I don't know. But, oh, yeah. hey, um, there was one that I remember seeing around when I was reading some Terry Pratchett here and there. Um, thump or clunk. Thump. Thump. <laughs> thud. 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 Oh, thud. Right. 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 That's a good one. like the fourth or fifth of the Watch books. I picked it up like in in bookstores and airports here and there but never actually got around to buying it for whatever reason is it any good it's very good too right i'll check that one out as well yeah actually i had i had another book series recommendation if you want some pretty decent um science fiction fantasy yes yeah i'll give it a shot okay the um the wheel of time series oh yeah and the guy finally is dead <laughs> wow! <laughs> you mean the author or the character? The yeah, author. the author died, right? The author, the author died before the last three books came out. Yes. Uh, are all the books now out? Published, no, the, un- published undoubtedly by someone writing his coattails and using his family name. Well, uh, his wife was his editor, and so she made sure they got done. Oh, so she basically wrote the books. No, okay. she, she hired someone she knew could do it. No, I mean if she was the editor. Well, yeah, she edited yeah. them, right? Okay, then that's that's all right. Because that was another one. Like everyone was reading these, and I had got into another series, and uh-huh. then was having to wait years between yeah. books. Yeah. <laughs> and so I was like, "No, I'm not starting another series until it's finished, or the author is dead." <laughs> I people who said that they wouldn't start reading it until it was done writing. Yep. Yeah, I'm going to throw one in here for you guys okay. too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
I'm putting it down here so you can you can come back and look at it. Hold oh. on. Oh, his name and the series that I'm talking about. The first one is uh, it's Rivers of London. Oh yeah, yeah. Peter Grant is the hero. I love these books. Is that by uh, Man, Ben, ben a... Aronovich? Okay, Aron- no, nothing oh. I was thinking of. Yeah, a, there's a ton of these guys that write for Doctor Who that are now flogging stories, but the Peter Grant books are very British. Um, but they're his what That's he came good. up with is really quite. There you go. That start. It, yeah, anyway, I really enjoyed them. They are different. They are. It is magic, but anyway, it, I can't even really describe them. Um, I got a BRB. But I I tracked down all of them and I'm patiently waiting for the one that's due out. This is all I think it is. I really enjoyed the two right. Got a a little bit of and the the last one, uh Yeah, never mind. I won't get into it, but it gives a little nod to to Pratchett. But uh But in a, in a very in a very subtly way, it's not like I'm writing a Terry Pratchett book. There's just been mm-hmm. that happened in the where you can recognize a series, you can tell. And, yeah, and he even I think he has something in the acknowledgments about it. But like if you didn't get it yourself, but when you're reading it, you're like, hey, this is really familiar in a kind of not word for word sort of thing. <laughs> anyway, it was great. I really yeah. enjoyed this. So I've actually been listening to the Science of Discworld series lately. Have you? Yeah, those. I've heard a lot about that. They, they, it's, some of it gets pretty dead. <laughs> I'm, yeah. a, I'm up to the third one right now. That was that's the thing that, especially in in his heyday before that novel took over, just the, the threads, the, the threads that went into just one-off sentences or constructs or ideas. That man was so all over the place with what's going on in. Mm in various sundry sciences and folklore. Yeah. It's all just physics slowed down with a bit of vegetation on top. <laughs> exactly. Well, the science of Discworld, <laughs> alternate every other chapter, is the uh, Discworld story, and it's interspersed with an actual science chapter. Humans, I, I love you guys, but you have a real hard time thinking straight. And... Like, <laughs> Anybody who makes that more difficult for one of my favorite species, I just I don't want to give them any money or their, <laughs> you know, or their estate or whatever. Yep, yep, yep. I uh, sorry, sorry, I forgot to mute. That's okay. We love you anyway. I've got to get to. I've got to. Uh, I'm, it's yeah, it's twenty after time, ten. Right? I'm gonna have yep. dinner now. Okay. Oh, okay. That sounds like a plan. Okay. Thank well, you. Thank you thanks very much again. And that was a lot of fun. Yes, it was. Too. Yeah, it was fun. The great chat afterwards. I hope yeah. I got some. I hope I got usable audio out of this one. Because oh, we'll this would be a <laughs> this not, would be a fun we'll one to keep. Again. Okay. You can record whatever you wish with the sock puppets. There can be the Trixie sock puppet and the Hank. Oh sock my God, that would be brilliant. And, <laughs> and the red sock puppet. <laughs> Trilobite GM and Professor Sock Puppets and be like, what are you saying? Okay, folks. I'll see you in two weeks. Stay safe. Okay. Good night, everybody. Good night. Bye-bye.